welcome to the exciting world of the movies. Hello and welcome to the movie graveyard holiday, lazy holiday edition, holiday <laughs> break hey, edition. I'm hyped on peep, Pepsi peeps. Pepsi peeps. <laughs> so you're drinking um, Easter soda <laughs> right before Christmas, wow. Yes. You're letting people know how long we keep special sodas and snacks. In the- we still have um, a bag of Bones Cheetos, not from this last Halloween, but from the previous Halloween in the cupboard. That's true. Yep. So, yeah, so I was going to avoid everything holiday-related, but then I was like, I need an excuse to make Boo finally watch Gremlins, because she thought she had seen it, but... Obviously, if you've seen Gremlins, you would know everything about it. Yeah, none of it was like familiar to me like I'd seen it before. Just obviously little parts, because you always see it on TV, but yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so we're going to get Gremlins rolling from you. (laughs) It was a devastating experience. It was. You weren't you weren't prepared how how hardcore. Now now you understand why this was the seven the the perfect movie for the seven year old version of me. It's oh, every God. everything I love: scary monsters, and <laughs> awesome violence. Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. So because I do love Christmas horror, and I think probably a lot of it comes from this movie in particular. So yeah, so we're gonna get it rolling. We we'll have it at the Blu-ray on the five-second mark, where it's the Warner Brothers logo, Warner Brothers Pictures, a Warner Communications company. Uh, I'm going to say one, two, three, go. And when you hear me say go, please hit play on your remotes if you want to follow along. All right, one, two, three, go. Here we go with the great Warner Brothers. Back when they used to make good movies and not tax write-offs. How do they know if you're saying go, click, or one, two, three, click at the same time as go? I don't know. We've only (laughs) done like 180 episodes of this. Go is always the keyword. I'm sure out of like the 400 people that listen to every episode, I'm sure there's probably like three that actually follow along, so they can they can probably figure it out one way or another. It's like sometimes I even forget to do the countdown. I really just start it and start talking. But yeah, you always start with the prologue here where the dad of the family, Rand Peltzer, is going into Chinatown, which I have to say, like, this is amazing that this is just like the Warner Brothers backlot in Hollywood because like they did a good job of really dressing it up because usually Not it's really. like usually it's like New York or whatever which I mean I, like they I don't they just call it Chinatown in the movie like I don't think they specify what city it's supposed to be in but mm-hmm. you know every town has a Chinatown <laughs> pretty much but I mean it's super like um, super Asian looking I kind of got looking. the impression that he's supposed to be in an Asian country because trying to sell his inventions yeah. Yeah, because, like, there's a lot of um, Chinese writing all over the walls. Yeah. I mean, I guess that would also be in a Chinatown in America, but still. Now, here we have the uh, precursor to Short Round here. (laughs) Everybody knows Short Round from Indiana Jones, the Temple of Doom. Uh, Unfortunately, it's not him. It's kind of like a version of him. But, uh, yeah. Like, apparently this kid probably wasn't good enough, because if he was, he probably could have played Short Round and then played the kid in the Goonies as well, but all this kid got was this. But um, Never seen again. <laughs> never seen again, no. he. I don't think this, this one will be having a uh, comeback to Hollywood as a 50-year-old. <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> yeah. Now, like, I kind of, the, the one thing I did kind of forget, even though I knew they were, like, all over the house, I forgot, like, how often they run the shtick of the dad's, like, shitty inventions here. Oh, my here. gosh. But this is actually the one where, like, I'm kind of like, oh, that kind of actually could be good, the bathroom buddy, <laughs> for when you go on a travel, you have this little brick that, like, basically like a Swiss army knife, but yeah. all your bathroom shit, like, your 
toenail clippers, your flosser, your toothbrush, all that. Mm-hmm. Your, sh- your uh, sh- razor to shave with. I don't know. That got out of hand for me. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, go away. <laughs> really, uh, Joe Dante really running with the extreme uh, humor. <laughs> this guy's like, no, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Which, like, it would have worked if he didn't try to build the toothpaste into the bathroom, buddy. Like, if you just yeah. would have had the toothpaste severed, like, it wouldn't be all squirting all over. It's like nasty green toothpaste. It looks like, I don't know. <laughs> Slime. Yeah, it looks like some vomit or something. <laughs> but this is where, uh, of course, he buys the mogwai illegally. Kind of halfway steals it. But, <laughs> yeah, they, they hear uh, Gizmo in the back singing his little mogwai song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which uh, everybody knows. If you've seen the movie, you remember the... <laughs> I thought they were smart, too. Like, like now, like, the way everybody has, like, no restraint, they would just pop the, the little thing open, and you see some CGI animal come dancing out. But, like, you don't even get to see Gizmo at all. Like, you just <laughs> see, like, the outline of his ears in his cage, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Mogwai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Singing. I like how he says it all the time. Mogwai. Mogwai. <laughs> I know it's funny if you listen to Gizmo, like he's he starts to like uh I always got the impression that like they didn't really speak English around him. So yeah. like he starts learning words like throughout the things like a baby learning words and yeah. like, he oh. repeats words that he hears. Yeah. Hearing in English. But yeah, he wants to buy Gizmo for a Christmas present for Billy. And of course the old man tells him, <laughs> you know, it's not for sale. It's funny, too, like, he wants to buy them for, like, $200, and the kid's like, oh, my God, that's so much money. It's like... But look at all the stuff they have there. You would think it'd all be super expensive. Yeah. Like, he's never seen that much money before. Yeah. But, like, he said, though, like, when he he's like, your grandfather shops down here, he's like, no wonder you have to drag people off. There. Like, just nobody knows that shop's underneath there. <laughs> yeah. Like, probably the locals do to go buy, like, some magical shit from the grandpa, but that's probably it. I like all those, like, baby alligators hanging from the ceiling there just on a rope. (laughs) It's, like, right away, like, you understand, like, the seriousness of, like, having having Gizmo. Because, like, how he's like, no, it takes a lot of responsibility. Yeah. And and then it's like, oh, after he says that, it just totally gets forgotten. And, like, there's no sense of, like, being careful with him after that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's kind of cool, too, like, they have the, uh, when they show him, and I feel like they just forgot to film it, or, like, the, the, the kid saying it, but it's, like, they do this, like, it's super slow-mo of him walking away with the box, and then you hear the voiceover of the kid telling the three rules of the gremlins, which mm-hmm. is, don't let him get in sunlight, it will kill, you know, bright light is bad, but sunlight will kill him, mm-hmm. don't get him wet. And then don't let them, you know, don't feed them after midnight. But, like, I almost feel like you have to tell people, like, what that shit will do. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just be like, oh, oh just don't, don't do, do it. it. Here's the, uh... Rockin' Ricky Rialto. Yeah, I always thought that was, like, amazing that they made a billboard that looked like, uh... The Indiana Jones Indiana trip. Jones poster, <laughs> yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> and I love this, the Kingston Falls. I love this, because it's obviously, it's the backlot, but beyond those buildings right there, it's a painting, but it looks so... It looks what so, are you talking about? They're in a little town in the mountains. But, like, it's perfect, though, like, when you make something actually fake, and you just don't do, like, an aerial shot, like, you know, like, they actually make it look like a Norman Rockwell painting, and, like, I thought that was so cool, you know? Like, I wish movies, because a lot of movies, you don't realize it now, like, the city shots are, like, CGI enhanced. I wish they would, like, kind of, like, make them more painterly looking like that. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, like a lot of people kind of forget this is one of the earlier appearances of a Corey Feldman, and like mm. he, the way he's introduced, <laughs> like you couldn't even tell it was Corey Feldman. Could I know, because like I can't remember how it. I think. I don't know how it came up, but you were like, oh, it's, he was in the tree. I was like, what? Yeah, because it was during, they, you saw his name during credits. You're like, wow, Corey Feldman's in him? It's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, there he is in the tree. Because, <laughs> like, you can't even tell. It's, like, he has, like, one little line there. But... Yeah. And I thought they did a good job of, like, that old guy with the pipe. Like, you see him throughout the movie. Like, they did a good job, like, when they showed the, um, what do you call it? Like, this, the little characters around the, the town. Like, they they pop up throughout, even though, like, you don't really know a lot of their names and shit. But it's it's cool, you know? That was where they showed his name. I thought it was earlier. Yeah. But, yeah, that's when you said he was in the tree. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, his dad's running the Christmas tree look. Chris Wallace. Yeah. I remember I had some of the Fangorias that came out around this time. And the pictures of uh, Chris Wallace and the people making all the gremlins. It was awesome. Well, so the way it says created by, does that mean he created just the characters and other people created the puppets or he actually created? Oh, no. Yeah, like both. Like, yeah, like designed them and like his shop made them and stuff. Did he ever do anything on the other movies or anything? Yeah, he did uh, The Fly, the David Cronenberg remake of The Fly. I know that was Chris Wallace. I mean, he did a bunch, but it was like, it's like back then pretty much all the big guys were like. You know, like, Tom Savini was, like, really, even though Tom Savini did make a lot of monsters for, like, Tales from the Dark Side TV show, like, mm. and he did Jason, like, he didn't do as much, like, movie creature stuff, he did more gore effects, mm. but it was really Rick Baker, who did, like, American Werewolf in London and King Kong, like, he did a lot of creatures, and then Rob Bottin, he he did a lot of creature shit, but only for, like, certain movies, like, The Howling and The Thing. And then, yeah, Chris Wallace was another guy who, like, obviously he was working all the time. His shop was working all the time. But he was really only, that I know of, like, super famous for Gremlins and The Fly. But, mm. you know, because the thing is, is, like, if it was a movie in particular that had, like, a lot of shit going on for it, like, you, like, you know, I mean, eventually they got bigger, I think. But I think a lot of those early shops, they would just be, like a handful of guys, six guys, ten guys, and then you sit there and have to hand-make that shit for a year straight, mm. you know, before the movie filmed and stuff. Mm. So they couldn't really, like, just do a billion movies over and over, you know, the way now. And the materials were, like, way different back then, too. I like the point in time when, like, it was a thing where, like, foreign stuff was, like, seen as, like, lesser than, like, American yeah. stuff was seen as being, like, better than anything yeah, else. Yeah, how, like, Mr. Futterman is, yeah. like, is shitting on Billy's car, which yeah. is a Volkswagen, which, like, everybody claims all German cars are the best, whatever, but, like, his Volkswagen froze up, which I always thought was funny that he parked it, like, on the front lawn. <laughs> I think it was just, like, a, to, for, to get the shot better or whatever, yeah. but I thought it was funny, the idea that he would just park his car on the front lawn. Yeah, and here we come, Billy. Like, like this movie is so like made in the mind of like a kid to appeal to a kid because like obviously Billy's sidekick is his dog Barney, but he's got to go everywhere with him, mm -hmm. even to his job at the bank. He like hides him underneath the desk and shit. And then uh, Phoebe Cates uh, here. She's so pretty in this. Yeah, mm -hmm. she is. It's really weird how Phoebe Cates made like a ton of movies in a row, and then she just kind of like late like. By the kind of like mid to late eighties, mm. although she did get to play the terrible girlfriend and date with the angel. Remember how horrible they made her in that? <laughs> she was like the most annoying character. <laughs> like you just wanted her to get cheated on in that movie because <laughs> she was like snobby or whatever. Yeah, mm, they're in love already. Yeah. Oh, he was like looking down. What was he looking at? 
Who's lo- he's looking at uh, the front of her uh, shirt that showed nothing. She was like buttoned up like to her chin in that thing. Yeah. It's so funny because like obviously tis the season. So like they've been playing this on TV a lot. And like mm-hmm. it's so weird like watching that version now watching this. Like yeah. it's so brightly colored and clear on here. I know. It's so strange looking because it's so vibrant. Yeah. And like this is like the old ass, you know, Blu-ray from 10 plus years ago. <laughs> and um, it's so much better than the TV version. Yeah. And and I know this came out on 4K, and then everybody complained about it being all drab looking and stuff. And I like, thought this is cool. Look at how he's in the background. Yeah, Mr. Futterman's in the background of the shot where this this lady uh, is going up to Miss Mrs. Deagle because yeah. uh, uh, her husband lost his job and they can't mm-hmm. pay their mortgage. And like she's evil. Yeah, like <laughs> Mrs. Deagle pretty much owns the bank, from what I can tell, and she just like doesn't care, like if people lose their homes or whatever. Ugh. Which, like, that's I think that's another thing. If you made this movie now, like, Mrs. Deagle would have to be, like, the good guy of the movie because, like, everybody just loves rich people so so much now. Like, like you would actually, like, not want... Like, they wouldn't be trying to make you feel bad for the poor people who, like, lose their jobs and shit. I don't know about that. Because <laughs> to me, it's, like... It's just that thing how, you know, we talk about sometimes about history repeating itself, and it's just, like... At one point, you would watch things or learn things about the past, how like how things were, be- you know, worse back then, or those something terrible happened, and like you just think presently that would never happen again, you know, and like yeah. just this simple thing of like the that family like struggling to be able to like pay their stuff off, it's just like oh history repeating itself. It's yeah. like that's what it's like again. <laughs> well, it's even sad when like Mrs. Deagle is like, I don't care about you and your Debbie kids, and she goes in the bank, and then you hear the kids tell the mom like, Mom, I'm hungry, and yeah. she's like, Yeah, I know, me too. I know. Like they're not even eating. Like that's how I bad know. the shit is. It's just like, ugh. yeah, it's too. Uh... You can't lose yourself. You can't uh, suspend reality. <laughs> so Mrs. Deagle comes to the bank to complain to Billy that oh his dog Barney knocked over her important ceramic snowman. <laughs> and of course, Barney goes crazy oh, and jumps she's out. All fake, yeah. <laughs> he like jumps on her to break the rest of it, but she's like, oh, like faking a heart attack and shit. When she's like the meanest, rudest. I know. <laughs> Lady, that's who's the most alive ever. Well, it's awesome, too, that she just straight up in front of everybody threatens him that, you know, he's going to, that uh, she's going to get a hold of the dog, like, next time they let him out and basically uh, kill him. Yeah. I'll get you, my pretty. Yeah. Like, I, I thought this was hilarious, too, <laughs> that, like, Judge Reinhold comes out, and, like, this is, like, right after, because, uh, like, Fast Times at Ridgemont High came out in, like, 83. And then this came out in 84. <laughs> and like, I think it's so funny that Judge Reinhold and Phoebe Cates are, like, in a movie again together, like, so soon. And, like, here, like, you even see Judge Reinhold hit on her a little bit because, like, she's part-time waitressing for free at this, like, local uh, bar, which is, like, the town landmark and stuff. Mm. But it's just so weird because, like, like, the year before they were playing, like, high school students and he got caught, like, jerking off by her and shit. And it's just weird to see them, like, like they're basically grown-ups now in this movie a year later and playing, obviously, completely different types of characters. But she still looks pretty young. Yeah. He, he looks older. Yeah. He was, and she was probably in her early 20s. He's probably in his late 20s. Junior vice president at 23. Yeah. Yeah, by the time I'm 30, I'll be a millionaire. It's like, really? Like, working at a fucking bank, you're going to become a millionaire? Like, I guess so. Whatever. 
Yeah, I had issues with this character and this guy. I don't know. I couldn't. <sighs> well, I always felt like he supposed. Like, what's weird is he disappears like halfway through the movie. <laughs> like, he kind of disappears really right after this. I think maybe he makes one more brief appearance at the bank or something. But they set him up like he's going to be kind of like not a main character, but at least like a supporting character. And I always wonder if there was, like, not just reshoots, but maybe just, like, the movie was too long and they had to cut some shit. Because it seems like he definitely would be, like, one of the kind of, like, jerky characters that would get attacked by the gremlins later. But, like, you really never see him. So, we were talking about ugly sweaters the other day. Mm -hmm. And, like, how that's such a stupid thing now. But, I mean, technically, the the whole whole quote-unquote ugly sweater thing is supposed to be making fun of something like what she's wearing. Yeah. I don't really like, think that's an ugly sweater. No, it's, it's just, just a, a pattern holiday sweater. sweater. Yeah. <laughs> like, so this whole thing of, like, the ugly sweater thing is so obnoxious. Because it's like, no one ever made ugly, like, they never, I mean, yes, they were, like, overly designed or whatever. But they're festive. They're just holiday sweaters. Yeah. It's like, whatever. Like, it, it was never anything that was, like, ugly. Like, I wouldn't say her sweater was ugly. No. <laughs> It's just a sweater for literally Christmas just a sweater, or winter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say even more winter than Christmas. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this is oh, where gosh. the mom's watching it. I think it's, she's watching It's a Wonderful Life. She's chopping onions and crying. And, like, this was the this is where I found out that chopping onions made your eyes water. Really? Because I didn't feel yeah. like she was crying at all. Because no. I remember watching it, and I was like, dang, how come her eyes aren't watering? <laughs> well, he even says, like, you know, something wrong. She's like, oh, sad movie, like, uh. whatever. I just thought because she looked sad. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really get that she was crying. Yeah. Well, she wipes her eyes and shit, but... Uh, yeah. But, I mean, she's chopping, like, about four pounds worth of onions. I know. <laughs> That's why I was like, damn, if that was me, like, I wouldn't be able to see. Like, that part right there where she just keeps chopping, but she's not looking. Oh, like, I know. I'm just like, oh, my God, it's lady, so you're going to cut your fingers up. Yeah. I know. I was thinking that, too. Well, that was the first of the... I guess second failed experiment. Yeah, one of the ones at their house. Yeah, he's supposed to crack the eggs and the little, I don't know what you call it, chicken head thing, just popped them all out and <laughs> broke them. But yeah, the dad's coming. Look, there's a Christmas tree outside with lights blinking on it. I never noticed that before. It just looked like there were lights hung across the window. Oh, really? I thought and it was in the... just the tree that was outside, which was covered in snow. Oh, okay. Because I was just looking at that, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's lights outside. I like see it. how there's lights on the front, outside, and the front window, too. Yeah. I mean, clearly, it's like a set and stuff, but whoever did this, I thought... Like, if you look back at the houses in early 80s movies, like the house and poltergeist, and I hear, like, they're so, like, cool, like, in their design, like, the little features, like, the archways of the doors, and how much... Is wood... a set? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's got to be. I mean, the outside is the... Um, what do you call it? The uh, like one of those Warner Brothers streets, which they just bulldozed mm. to make room for offices lately. But um, I guess that's it. in my mind. Like even if it's on a like a studio thing, like it still yeah. is like a real house to me. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a real house. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is like when I was a kid, like you know I would never really know what was a set. Like I just the yeah. idea of a set even existing never occurred to me. And I feel like now when I watch it, like I can always tell when they're on a set. It's weird. Because it's like the inside of the house is never as detailed like as this house is in this movie and like mm. the drapes and everything. And there's like so much shit. Whereas if you look at movies now, like there's no junk in the house. Yeah. Like it's just very sparse and, mm. you know, because they just barely threw together some decorating. There's big reveal. Mm-hmm. Where he pops oh. up like a bunny for a second. Like you, can, you can't even see I him. I can't then. believe the dog wasn't going more crazy every time he would see that thing. I know. Had, see it moving and They shit. had to have like 
made him be around it a lot so he would get used to it. Yeah. But what's funny is oh if you, God. like, the dog, like, he's got some of the best reactions here when oh Gizmo's popping on the box because, like, the dog is, like, intrigued <laughs> by him. Like, he sees him. Yeah. Like, the dog's not They're just, They're just like, as intrigued as the people. Yeah, like, he's not just, like, looking around the room. I like oh this where he starts God. licking at him. <laughs> yeah. But you know what's, like, so awesome? And, like, they totally kind of remade Gizmo over in the second one to make him look like more like a teddy bear. But I liked how, like... All of them, like, the Mogwai, like, they're not, like, that cute. They have slimy mouths. They have mocos come out of their nose. I was like, going to say, like, for something that has a reputation of being, like, this cute little thing, like, he was, like, pretty, like, fake almost the time. Yeah, he was, like, a little ugly. Like, yeah. I was like, why does everybody think this thing is so cute? But I guess if you're saying they changed it for the second Yeah, one. they made him more cute in the second one. I mean, he's cute because he's furry. Like, oh, here he goes. Yeah, the mom tries to take a picture and the, the flash oh, makes no. him go, oh, that's crazy. He jumps. Oh, bright jumps eye, bright <laughs> oh, Yeah, like, look at that shit. Dead. The acting they got for the puppeteering of them is so oh, good in this movie. The way he's shaking. Dang, I didn't even see he jumped to the dad. Yeah, he jumps to the dad's arms. The way he holds on to him. See, so, like, he's telling him the rules and it's like, the son is taking him in, but he looks like he's just, like, He's amused by it. Like, he doesn't seem like he's, like, taking it seriously. Like, he's not even looking at the day. He's just looking around. It's like, I think in that moment, uh, Billy's wondering if he's a uh, kin enough there. Because he's just an airhead, bowhead himbo. <laughs> like, there. Like, they just cut off, like, him telling the instructions. It's yeah. just like, okay, dude, take this seriously. Because you're going to wreak havoc yeah. otherwise. <laughs> And to be fair, you're right. They didn't tell him why those rules yeah. I mean, need to the, be followed. <laughs> I mean, the dad probably just knows because of the light thing, but, yeah. you know, the water and after midnight, you know. And I like, too, how in this one, his ears, like, you can see the veins in them, and they're <laughs> almost like little bat wings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I mean, obviously, uh, Gizmo would be cute if you hit him as a pet, but, like, his eye features, <laughs> his mouth features, like, yeah, they're very, like... <laughs> And, like, like when they were cut to that one shot uh, in the first scene there, um, like, you can mm. you can tell when they cut to the more detailed full-size head that's, like, yeah. human-sized. But I like the the little mm. versions here. Like, I like the way they look better. Mm. Nope. Tries ah! to show. Oh. Ah! His little eyes go crazy. <laughs> I know. Oh, no. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if we can get this going. Hello, who is there? We are recording a podcast. I have to legally inform you, you are actually on a podcast right now. Are you serious? I'm dead yes, serious. We got the mic. Hot mic, okay, hot mic. So, uh, dude, um, sorry, George A. Romero. The new Darkest Day of Horror has just uh, defeated you of Day of the Dead. Fucking Eileen is fucking insane. I told you. What the fuckity fuck? <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, like, like. Honestly, the previews don't do it justice at all. Nope. Yeah. And that that fucking monologue of the tied up mom. And oh. Spoilers, motherfucking fucker. Can, wow. I told so you, I dude. Gave, so I gave him an enema every night before bed, so yeah. I wouldn't have a vaginal infection. Are you fucking kidding me? I told you. I fucking told Dog. you, dude. When, when, when that when that scene came on, man, I couldn't fucking believe it. That. When that, when that scene came on, that was when I knew what you were texting me. The yeah. darkest day of horror <laughs> Exactly. Motherfucking fucker. I mean, uh, so, hey, Ellie's here with me. Say hi, Ellie. We're, we're, oh. By the way, we're on a live, we're on a live podcast. Yeah, Ellie, you're on a podcast. 
Oh, um, I need you to sign my NDAs first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just a verbal warning. That's how you get Ellie. And, and by the way, Ellie's real name is the Persian princess. Ellie's her fake name. Oh, okay. Her real name is the Persian princess. Hello, Persian princess. <laughs> Yeah, I just got a new shirt thanks to Dave called uh, the Persian Elf. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I, I I got her a T-shirt for Christmas that says I'm the Persian Elf, and it's a little fucking elf. But uh, anyway, that movie was awesome. Wow. I mean, oh. fucking talk about sobering as fuck. I know. Um, and the I dad mean, character, I mean, the drunk dad, holy shit. Dude, dude, I, and by the way, I love that actor. He's so awesome. I know, Shea Wiggum. Yeah, dude, he, and, and you know, he's, so like ranging I, I love him and the fucking danny mcbride um shows that he does it's yeah. so good <laughs> vice principals yep yes yeah yeah but jesus christ like hey osage orange county you have a new competitor for the darkest day of horror exactly exactly That's fucking awesome dude i was blown away and uh that scene alone was just the whole movie and by the way um you know sorry for being a dumbass i try to pay attention She was and just she was just like Heath Ledger's Joker. She just wanted to watch the world burn. <laughs> yeah, because because I, I I did notice how she took the file away. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and just you know walked away you know stealthily, you know, and Eileen's like beautifully, and beautifully, like, and Eileen's like I love her so much. I and, so who was the guy? I didn't see a guy in the movie. All I saw was Anne Hathaway. <laughs> there, there was there was no guy. There was there, there was just drunk dad. Yeah, there was just drunk dad. That's all there was. <laughs> Exactly. Justifiably so. I mean, I mean, honestly, that kid should be out of prison and be a hero. That's insane. I know. Let oh, him out today. There's an Oscar nomination. I think she'll, I think she'll get one. Um, but dude, honestly, great recommendation. I, I Thank honestly, you. dude, go. I would not have seen it without you. I actually have never heard of it until you mentioned I know, it. like, every no art house lover I talk to, they're like, I'm like, yeah, I saw this movie, and they're like, what? I've never heard of it. And I'm like, well, catch it while before it's gone, because... I <laughs> got it. We got it, man. Yeah. We got it. I'm like, like, like it's, I, I, this is so ironic. Like, like Fallbrook has it. Porter Ranch doesn't have it. Topanga doesn't have it. Nobody has Silent Night. No. Um, instantly, like, Godzilla's everywhere for some reason. Yeah. But, like... The only place that had fucking Eileen, and it was it was just amazingly dark, and I'm kind of sad now. I want to kill myself. Just kidding, but it was so good. You have to we find got, Silent we Night. Got Taylor Swift poster. Oh, oh shit. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. We actually, you know, um, um, uh, true story. Um, no, she's kidding. We got a Wonka poster because because they're giving Wonka posters away. Oh yeah. And like only if you see them, only if you saw Wonka. But we didn't see Wonka, of course. But I asked for a poster, they gave us one. And I took a picture, I'm going to send it to you. Awesome. <laughs> we, have, we, have a, we have a Wonka poster, because there's so many chocolates, so much chocolate. So he made what's, so what's fucking next, much. What's next on your show, Jim? What's that? What's next on your show? Well, right right now we're doing Gremlins. This is a commentary for Gremlins <laughs> that you guys have crashed to talk about Eileen and all the anal rapings, but... <laughs> Yeah, you know, with with dad coming down the chimney and dying, but that's pretty fucking dark. But it is. That's a great movie. Well, hey, I won't like I won't like you know hijack your podcast anymore. Thank you for taking my call. <laughs> I, I, I had to call you. Great movie. Dude, I'm glad. I'm so glad you got fun. to see it. I'm so glad you loved it as much as I did. Oh my god! But, but poor twisted Eileen. Oh my oh. god! <laughs> 
And also, if you're already feeling like you want to kill yourself, don't watch Wonka. Yeah, Wonka will 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 get you in a suicidal mood quicker than anything. I bet it will because all that chocolate. Uh, No, that's not. It's the story. They they crush Willy Wonka's dreams. Uh, well, I'm so happy to be a part of this podcast. And Ellie, you're famous now. What do you think well, about that, Ellie? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the pleasure's all like, ours. The Persian princess says thank you. Thank and uh, you. I'll let you go, but thank you for the recommendation. Awesome oh, movie. I'm going to go home and drink myself to death. Just kidding. All right. <laughs> love you, love, love you guys. Take care. All right, peace. Peace. Bye. 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 Crazy. Okay, back to Phil Gremlins. Phil D's, everyone. Phil D's in the house. <laughs> Phil D's, which, like, I held the phone as close to the microphone as I could. I hope it picked it up. If not, we might just have, like, ten minutes of just, like, but, uh, yeah, so Gizmo got wet. Oh, dang. Because, uh, stupid-ass oh. Corey Feldman knocked over the water jar. Some water. And now, now the real horror begins. Now the real horror Oh, look, begins. he just goes back to the bed and starts reading. This is the best... <laughs> This is the best acting, though, like, because this is what you do when you're a little kid and you get your feelings hurt. He's just like, oh, no, yeah, it's cool. I'm going to read these comics now. And he's like, and Billy's like, oh, look no. at this. It's amazing. He's like, no, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Gizmo's like, no, yeah. big mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea that, that the dad now, he's working on his car dealing machine. Like, he really thought people were going to buy, like, a 40-pound um, piece of machinery to uh, automate their car <laughs> dealings for their, you know, Tuesday night poker games. Some casinos might buy it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I never thought he could sell it to casinos. Maybe cut out the dealers as much. Yeah. Oh, the bathroom buddy's back now. Ugh, he added something to it. Yeah. Got a shave. Yeah. You reach oh. up, you've got to shave. Oh. <laughs> but you think he would have learned because the toothpaste could never squirt out the right way. So, <laughs> like, really. now the shaving cream is, like, going to come out in the same way. <laughs> Oh my God. Like you can tell this is something they did like fifty takes of because like Billy's shirt looks like it's like the twentyish like version of the shirt he had to put on. It's like barely buttoned up and shit. Oh oh, he's got to square it right in. Oh shit! I think you can see the tube going up Billy's shirt. That's why his shirt looks so weird. They had to do that thing like they do at blood where they run a blood tube up somebody's clothing. But why it was squirting it? Oh, you mean that because it was coming out of him? Yeah, like, I mean, uh, that little hand thing wouldn't really squirt yeah. out that much. That Like, Look that hard. That. I had one of those little donkey The little donkey And con- they don't yeah. light up like that, but yeah, Stripe I had one of a... those. <laughs> see, you, when you said that, when I watched it, you're like, oh, it doesn't really light up. Like, you know, you see the light on the, the mob face. Well, it faces. doesn't blink the way it was blinking, yeah. but it has a light up. Screen. But that's why I always wanted one of those was because of this. Um, yeah, see the way it's blinking? Yeah, like, it's that's just not what it looks basically like. put a light screen in it to make yeah. it blink. But I like, I, it was so cute when Gizmo, like, he's not with the other Mogwai going crazy. He just is by himself, and he's playing the little horn. And he's like, do, do, do. Aw, yeah. jerk. It's yeah. So oh, look at his face. It, oh! oh. <laughs> the acting by these puppets is better uh, than most human acting that uh, I see nowadays. God, and that other one that was just bashing the other one on the head. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> boink, boink, boink. They're so evil. Like, yeah. that was the one thing that was, like, super unexpected for me from watching this was, like, I mean, I... I didn't expect them to be like that when they were still like this, you know? Yeah. Like, I Yeah, I get it from when they... You started. thought they would turn evil once they, like... Yeah, yeah. Only, I thought when they were like this, they were always sweet. Mm-hmm. But then once they turned the other way, then I thought that's when they would turn it. But look at this guy. He's mm-hmm. all, like, planning, like, devious acts already. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's well, just like, Ugh. I mean, it goes to show, even though they're Mogwai, they're basically gremlins already. Like, yeah. they want to be doing that shit. It's just literally... 
like if like we never know if Gizmo is really like the last surviving one or what, but like yeah. really Gizmo is only still alive and he's only still a Mogwai because he is sweet, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and this he hasn't had anyone accidentally uh, do anything to him to turn him bad. Yeah, because I guess it's the eating thing, right? That turns yeah. Him bad. Once once they eat after midnight yeah. late, it gets it gets their uh, poor dog. <laughs> their transformation started. <laughs> yeah, like this dog, man. He's really hanging it was, like, out. Really hanging there. Yeah, and I'm sure they put like harnesses to hold him better and shit than the lights. But like, yeah, it kind of didn't look like the real dog on that one shot. Like. When they went to the other side, but yeah. like, yeah, when you see him but hanging out there, when you, you see, see him, him from the moving. front at first, you can tell yeah. it's really him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now they get him all warmed up. He's all sweet. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, imagine that fly. That what screwdriver. Is that? Like, it's like a screwdriver with flies. Even trip. like do anything. Like, how would you catch the flies or yeah, hit them? Like, it's just it's like some... flying everywhere. Oh, I remember this as a kid too, like how uh, nasty this coffee that comes out of this uh, fake coffee. And I was like, why are you putting your face so close to a scalding hot liquid about to spray out of that thing when everything fails? <laughs> like the orange juice thing, how it splashed yeah. all over the house. And look at this thing, and there's like a guava fruit. It's got wires in it, powered like up to a speaker. Yeah. yeah, it's so <laughs> weird. I've seen this movie dozens of times. The mom's actually laughing, she can't stop laughing. <laughs> Like, I think that was just her, like, for yeah, real, yeah. breaking character. Oh, yeah. Gross. Now, get, you see him in the sun. I see Corey Feldman's hair there. Mm-hmm. That's literally the haircut I had the whole time I was, like, little. <laughs> like, there's so many of pictures. Because of him? Because of this? No, no. Like, I mean, I didn't pick the haircut, like, <laughs> was when I was a baby. Style. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, I actually had that hair years Look before this. So yeah. gross. Yeah. But, um. Everybody had that giant long bowl. Oh, cut. and then this. I'm yeah. just like, dude, what are you like? There were so many parts of this where I could not stand that guy because I was like, what Billy? are you? Yes, yeah. I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, you were told those rules for a reason. Like, I just was like hoping for his demise the whole time by the gremlin. Well, yeah, he he, he takes one of the Mogwai to go show you know the the local school science, science teacher, teacher, you know, which I guess he probably had him in school. That's how he knows him. Yeah. And uh, he he takes him and he, he puts a drop of water and makes a an extra mogwai for, just for the the science teacher to experiment on. But it's like, why don't you just give him that one? Yeah, like, just like I got enough. Take this motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. This is funny. Yeah. Hello, hello. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like like one's in the box and the other one's outside the box and they're knocking yeah. and playing games. Like they actually didn't seem that evil there. No. I wonder if it's just stripe that makes them all turn evil. That's what it seems like. Well, I don't know, because there was that other one that was bashing the one on the head. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think it just depends. Like, some of they just have different personalities. Yeah. And I like this, too. Uh, Dick Miller, Mr. Futterman, he drives his uh, his tractor around, like, his car. Like, oh, which I guess it's so snowing, you probably need it, but uh, maybe he's plowing the streets for them or something. But, yeah, he's he's super old drunk. And uh, he's going to drive his tractor home drunk, which nothing could go wrong there. But they sh- they show how kind of smart and sweet uh, Phoebe Case is. She actually talks him into walking instead. Mm. I feel so discombobulated from our guest appearance. I know. <laughs> I'm all wacky. like, oh. <laughs> like I saw, I saw the, I, I saw the phone ringing. I was like, if it was anybody else, I wouldn't have answered yeah. it. But I was like, oh, I was like, <laughs> when you get a chance to get Phil D's in, might as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry for the spoilers for Eileen, but yeah. nobody's heard of it. Nobody's gonna see it. By the time you do see it on streaming a year and a half from now, you'll have forget everything we just said about it. That and I don't really think he. I mean, he said some stuff, but yeah. you don't really know what the context is anyway. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. 
I always like this part where he says they put little teeny tiny gremlins in your watch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how many sizes of gremlins does he think there are? I like how he, like, brings up the idea of gremlins, like, yeah. before, like, terror happens. <laughs> well, I think it's funny, too, is, like, it's not just, like, a movie where there's, like, some monsters and we, let's just call them gremlins. Like, they really are the gremlins that he's talking about, mm. like, you know. And, like, if if you hear him, like, um, when he's talking about, like, them, like, he's basically talks about them in the war and stuff, and, like, you know, uh, when we fought Japan, I guess is what he's talking yeah. about in WW2. So, I mean, it, he, they do even set up that they kind of come from Asian countries, you yeah. know? Like, I know the grandpa was supposed to be Chinese, but still, like, from somewhere in Asia is where they originated from. So, in your entire life, have you ever been at a house, could mm. be yours, could be a friend's, anybody's? Where carolers came up to sing? No, I mean, I think that's got, like, for real, I think that's got to be, like, some 1930s bullshit, like, for real. Like I have never had that happen in my life. I think people... Just, like, a group of people come up and start singing. I, I think people do it, but, like, they don't, I don't think they go really go door to door. I think, like, they just go to, like, public places and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, you know? that's obvious. Like, yeah. You know, like, that kind of thing. But that's what I'm saying. Like, every time we watch it, I've seen it in movies. It's always in front of somebody's yeah. house. So, like, I always wondered, like... If that ever actually really happened anywhere. That kind of begs the question, though, like, if it is a thing of going door-to-door or whatever, like, is it, like, more of a, um, like, a religious practice? You know what I mean? I know there's, like, a tradition of why it started, but I don't remember what it was. Mm. I learned it at one point, but I don't remember... I like it here too, where where she tells him like, you know, I don't celebrate Christmas, and he's like, "Why are you Hindu?" Like, I think that, I think this movie is probably the first time I ever heard the word Hindu as well. I thought this was a pretty like uh, interesting conversation too, because like it brings up something that's very like real. How she said was bringing up how people get depressed around the holidays and yeah. stuff, like. I actually... Depression around the holidays, yeah, yeah. I appreciated that conversation for, like, this movie that's, like, kind of a... Not silly, but just so fantastical. But, I mean, you know, that that's the difference between movies now and movies back then. Was back then you were allowed to even... Even though this was a big kind of popcorn, popular type movie... It was allowed to be dark. It was allowed to be violent. The characters were allowed to have different emotional themes. They weren't just, like, cardboard cutouts the way a lot of people are in movies now. These two, those shots of her, I think she looks so pretty there. Yeah. <laughs> she looks, like, just very sweet and innocent yeah, and wholesome. Yeah. That yeah. light that they put on her, yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just her eyes and stuff. She's very uh, mm. very unique looking. But, yeah, like, like, I always thought, like, I don't know why, like, when I was a kid, like, I always thought that, um, like, she was his girlfriend, like, already, like, when the movie started, because, like, mm. they're talking and stuff, but then, like, yeah, he actually asked her out, like, on a first date here. Yeah. Like, he really just, she's just kind of, I guess, like, his work crush, or... Yeah, I got the impression that she liked him, like, just at work, but I never got the impression that they were actually together yet. Yeah. Oh, here comes the fucking mm. mad scientist here now. He's gonna take the blood from the mogwai. But they had the mogwai in, like, what is this, like, a birdcage he's got him in? Because I know he puts them in something else, I think, eventually. Yeah. I don't like this part. It makes me feel bad for them. <laughs> well, I kind of like it, though, because it's, it's kind of like Ugh. this guy's going to get what he's... Look at his face he's already. Yeah. He's already got cara de fuchi. He's like, oh. Like, look at the, look, oh, look at all the emotion they're getting like out of it. him from oh, getting that, that needle in his arm. Oh, it's so sad. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, give me oh. my hand, jerk. Oh, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. That's what he looked like. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then, and then this is a great little, you know, yeah. obviously Joe Dante being a classic horror movie <laughs> fan, they're watching Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the original version. And that scene is basically what happens. Like, yeah, look at this. They, they show the pods. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gizmo's watching the 3D oh, comic. Oh, my God. That cracked me up when I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> when he took the glasses off and looked at him. It's just so funny how he's holding him up to his face. It yeah. looks so funny. That was a thing in the eighties. Was those little three D That's the comments. cutest part of the movie of him. He's yeah. so cute like that. And then when you ask him if he wants something, <laughs> he's he goes, like, "Oh!" He, he goes, like takes yeah. a boy. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> That's so funny. These so, little fuckers. So now oh that you, now that you're watching all the Mogwai and shit, do you, do you oh. agree with director Joe Dante's thing that Baby Yoda is a rip off of the Mogwai of Gizmo? I mean, it's similar, but I don't know, like. These things are, like, I mean, obviously, Gizmo isn't bad, but yeah. tell your story about that sticker. Yeah, so <laughs> so he gets the, the raw chicken, not raw, but the cold chicken out of the, Ugh. yeah, whoa, <laughs> that was the giant, these are the giant versions of them. Uh, but yeah, he got the chicken, and, and the first time you really see the fridge real good in the kitchen, there's the smiley face sticker, mm. and that was from Joe Dante's previous movie, The Howling, The Serial Killer, who turned out to be a werewolf, actually, but The Serial Killer, <laughs> whenever he would, like... Like, they never showed that he was the one sticking them up, mm. but every place he would attack people and kill people, there was always one of those stickers on the wall or on the thing or somewhere. <laughs> so, yeah, interesting. But, um... <sighs> Oh, look at him. Mm. I don't know. Like, I think because, like, they're just all fuzzy. And, yeah. like, I mean, the only thing is really just the ears that you could say are so similar. Yeah. I like how he just has, like, a fake brain sitting there. Yeah. The but, uh, but I think even the size, they're about the exact same size well, yeah, as Baby Yoda. But, but I mean, it's not supposed to be Grogu, right? It's supposed to be Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> like, because that's who originally looked like that. Yeah. But I don't know. Like... There's a lot of creatures that have ears I'm, that... Like, Dobby has ears that stick out like that. I Harry guess you Potter, could argue, like, too, because obviously Empire Strikes Back was a oh few years no. before this. You could argue that the ears in this are taken from Yoda, so... Yeah. And they're green and small like Yoda when they yeah. turn into gremlins. I mean, I think it's just a common feature that of like creatures. little creatures will have big ears like that. Because, like yeah. I said, Dobby from Harry Potter has them like that, too. So it's just like a, a common, like, elf kind of dwarf thing. Yeah. But... I don't know, like, I mean, I guess it's hard to say, too, because you said they made him cuter in the second one, but, like, yeah. I, like, want to protect Grogu with my life when I see him, because he's so dang cute. Yeah. <laughs> like, this one, I'm like, ugh, like, he's so weird looking. Like, you and Gizmo? Yeah. Like, most of the time, I'm like, oh, poor baby, so ugly. <laughs> so ugly. But he's sweet. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of parts where I like him, too. But, yeah. oh, God, this thing, oh, those little pos- jerks change the throat, uh, mess up the clock. I, I gotta say how they make, like, all these, like, toys uh. and shit of, like, you know, all these old movies now. Like, I have the Full Life uh. Rubber Gremlin and stuff. I want mm. a pod like that that's all slimy looking. Oh, so gross. It kind of looks like Alien. Yeah, it does. The alien like eggs. the spine right there. But what's cool, though, is, like, you can... Even though they're, like, in an egg, like, you can see their, like, arms folded up and their yeah. spines, like, underneath the thing and shit. Yeah. Did you feed them after noon at night? Mm. Mm. Ah, God, this dumb kid. I can't... So this is actually a picture of him from... Of Gizmo from Gremlins 2, and he's actually got a sad face, emotion in this figure, but still, you can tell he's so much cleaner, he's so much fuzzier, like a mm. fucking teddy bear. 
Mm. Like, they made him so much cuter. Yeah, in the they, sequel. like, cleaned up the face a little bit of, yeah. like, him looking a little monstery. Oh, God, that's so yeah. nasty. Yeah, so this this one, when the, the science teacher left the room, he left a sandwich <laughs> with an arm's reach, so the gremlin pulled it in, a or the Mogwai pulled it in. <laughs> and then see, like, like, you can see him there. Yeah, see, that's cute. He's more like Ewoki kind of in the sequel. There. Yeah. But I, I like ugly gizmo. I like, you know, nasty. It's really just like the snout area. They just made mm-hmm. it look like more teddy bear-like instead of like gremlin-like. <laughs> yeah. Mm, oh, gingerbread. gingerbread. Billy's mom made about 50 gingerbread. seasonal obsession right now. We have like 50,000 versions of gingerbread in this house We right do, now. we do. I went crazy. <laughs> and I bought, peppermint. I ordered like $80, $80 worth of gingerbread. <laughs> But, like, his mom puts tons and tons of yellow icing. I've never seen yellow icing on a gingerbread, man. Like, I I always only see either white or red icing. It's like he's trying to give it some hair or something. Yeah. But But that's the thing, because you want to make them colorful. But the way she colors them and does the eyes and shit, they look like Mr. Bill, that little (laughs) thing. So, yeah, so uh, his dad is, like, some science fiction convention, and uh, Steven Spielberg goes by in that little car. (laughs) And then also there's the time machine back there, back to the right from the original um, time machine movie from like, I can't remember when it was from the 50s or 60s. <laughs> like the actual one or just like a replica? Well, they have Robbie the Robot from Forbidden Planet. So like, I mean, I don't know if these were things Warner Brothers owned or what, but I always yeah. heard the time machine. Oh, guy... dang, but look, the time machine's gone. Yeah. Yeah. The guy actually like traveled back I just noticed yeah. that. I always heard the time machine got rescued from a dumpster at the, at some studio that they're throwing away. So like maybe mm. they knew the guy like yeah. who had it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they could have just like had made it. You're right for the movie. But yeah, and here yeah. here's that one lady whose husband lost his job. She's begging for an extension for their mortgage payment. And then and the mm. the old man runs the bank. Is like, oh, Mrs. Deagle God. just wants to fuck everybody. She's so nasty. Yeah. Ugh. Which I'm pretty sure, I, I know I said it, but I forgot to look up, but I'm pretty sure Mrs. Deagle is uh, the lady who played Flo on uh, Alice, that TV show Alice. Mm. I always watched that a lot as a kid. I think it's funny that they let him take the dog there. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a normal thing, the dog's there, allowed this to... This is where she says it, he's ran for yeah. a slow. Yeah. He's oh and look at the lady in the background, it's like, oh, yeah. you evil bitch. Because <laughs> he's trying to actually do some oh, shit no. for her, and like he keeps fucking up the slip, he's trying to write for her, because she's, you know, threatening him and shit. I don't know why. I mean, obviously, like the guy's going to get attacked in here and shit. But this this classroom with the lights out because they're showing a, an educational film or whatever. Um, this is just like yeah, good horror movie setting. It's scary <laughs> once the gremlin comes out here. It is creepy, and they do a lot because, like how I said, they've been playing it on TV a lot. Like they do a lot with shadows in this movie. Yeah, like there's a scene later on with the mom where there's like a cool shadow on the wall. And I'm like, oh, that looks scary. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of why, like, I'm afraid to uh, get the 4K of this. Is I know it didn't get good reviews, but I'm afraid that all that HDR shit's gonna mess up all the shadows and coloring mm, and shit. Yeah, I like the way the Blu-ray looks. Blu-ray looks I how know, I, like, you I'm, know, I've always remembered. I'm just not into 4K. Too, <laughs> 4K is too. It's been a dud it's lately. Too unreliable. Yeah, like some movies look great in it. Some oh, movies no. like look really weird look, and all. That's a good shot too with him in the background. Yeah, he's hiding in the the motorcycle helmet, watching them hatch. Yeah. Look at his face. Oh, no. Oh, his so little scared. teeth. You can see their hands coming <laughs> oh my out. God. Yeah. This is so gross. Yeah. Uh, it looks like 
the it does look like the alien thing. It, kind of, it kind of looks like a mixture of predator and alien. <laughs> yeah, they got the green light inside the cocoons. <laughs> yeah, and, and here's the uh, teacher. And this was like a thing too of like movies back then was people not being scared but excited because like poltergeist they get super excited about all the ghostly activity and but then oh it starts you know screwing them over and same thing like the teacher like realizes in the box the things coming out like hatching so like he, and he's asking for presents in the meantime <laughs> yeah he's like he's like yeah if you guys want to give me tickets to the super bowl i'm like even back then those had to be expensive but he has some like creepy scary shit about to happen and he still has the uh the nerve to be asking for presents yeah oh <laughs> a cassette deck yeah Oh my god! Like this classroom looks like a classroom you would see in like a slasher movie or something. It's so scary. But I think even the video that's playing adds to the creepiness because it's got some like body horror going on. Yeah, they keep talking about <laughs> how much uh, pints your your body can of blood your body can pump and shit. But they keep showing like na- like actual yeah. hearts pumping. Oh, he got there too late. Oh, he hatched man. out. Like I think to me, like. I can't remember what part it was on when we watched it the first time, and I was like, oh, my God. And you're like, this is only the beginning. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, He's so scared. Oh, no. All yeah. these little devils. Yeah. You start seeing him crawling around. Yeah, like the teacher, he went outside to call Billy. Like, oh, he hatched. Oh, he's so uh, excited. It's like, yeah, you're about to die, dude. Mm. That's not just, like, I couldn't help it. Like, all these people were being so stupid about them, and I was just like, just kill them. Like, I don't care. Well, I gotta say, my number one pet peeve in horror movies is I hate little shit. I hate killer dolls. It's pretty much just killer dolls, but I hate killer dolls. I hate little bullshit. It's not, it's not scary to me. It's not whatever. This is the one movie where, like, it totally works for me, because, like, just the design of the gremlins and, like, the way they characterize them. Well, they're like, so what they evil. Like, even mm-hmm. before they turn, gr- like, green like that, like, you can already see, like, they're doing bad shit. Yeah. And they're so, like, mischievous. And, like, I mean, mischievous isn't even enough to explain how they are. <laughs> like, no. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And this this is, too, and, like, the surround sound does a good job with it, but just the mm-hmm. sound in general, like, you don't even see him physically, but you see, like, shit getting knocked see, over. See, like, there with the hearts and all uh, Yeah. Like. And the, the sound of, like, the heart pumping sound. But, like, the way the way they do with the sound of, of the gremlin running around and you hear, like, his little voice, like, ah, like, it's it's really, like, it's, like, oh, it's, like, unnerving, you know? You mean Blu-ray does it for you? Yeah, Blu-ray does <laughs> it for you. Uh, you're not still angry from that little blood test. Mm, he's about to kill your ass. Yeah. I told you. He knows, like, you know what you did. He tries, to, he tries to give him this red Snickers bar. Oh, my God. That, by the way, that Snickers bar is giant. I know. <laughs> now they're little tiny. Yum, yum. Yeah. Yum, yum. Uh, yeah. Uh, I like how he's, like, you can tell he's feeding uh, it to him bit by bit, but then eventually he gets through the bar and he starts chewing on the uh, guy's fingers. Yeah. That's so awesome. That's why I just, like, there's always been all this talk of, like, how are we going to get Gremlins going again? How are we going to sell it out, you know, really make it, whatever. And I'm just like, just go back to making it scary. Like, mm-hmm. make a PG-13 Gremlins, like, where they're killing people again. And I think that's what people actually would would want to see, you know? Because there was some shit about this at the time. Because this movie was totally marketed to kids with toys and everything. And then people took their uh, kids. Oh, yeah. damn. He's face ass. down with a needle in his ass. The The Gremlin got him back. They gotta. I I I can't believe they haven't made one that's based during Halloween. Yeah, that'd be a perfect setting for Gremlins. You get because they because Gremlins like to dress up as we yeah. see later on. 
You can have them oh. being mistaken for kids and stuff. There's that brain again. Yeah. And that's, oh, that's no. Yeah, I like it how he takes the uh. gremlin, takes the apple off the desk, and he starts to eat it, and he's disgusted by it. And so, look at this guy. What? Yeah. Huh? What? So gremlins love to eat nonstop, but they pretty much just like candy and booze. Oh my god! And like he, yeah, he eats some, yeah, he eats some glass here. He's, He's like, like, yo, yo, mm. I think he just likes because it's crunchy. I think, dude, do something. Quit just standing there looking. Yeah, uh, I like. See? Yeah. He ran away. Too late. I like. Yeah, he go, he goes he goes through the uh, ventilation shaft. This is the experience of watching a movie. With me. Yeah. <laughs> see what you do. See. I mean, like, I have sympathy for the people, because, like, you see some little shit, you don't think it's really going to be, like, that dangerous, and you're fascinated by it. It's, it's basically like an alien creature, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, like yeah, this is this is an awesome, like, scare here where the gremlin jumps out of the, the cupboard at him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, like, look how oh, much, mo- I just uh, can't believe how much motion they have with the puppets, like, how much they can do. Yeah, I have to say, like... I wasn't going to say it until the movie theater scene, but, like, this is, like, the greatest fucking, like, movie ever <laughs> with these effects, with those, the, the effects. those, like, creatures. Oh, no, look, he's But crazy. the emotion oh, that they no. get out of them, like, you know, yeah. like, that's what makes it so good. And it's funny, because, like, we used to watch that, um, that contest show with the makeup yeah a face-off like, yeah. they used to have to use like all the little mechanical devices yeah. and stuff and like we used to see how difficult it always was to get those things to work properly yeah. so to me watching that show gave me this like now that watching this movie it gave me such an appreciation of all those facial motions they're able to do yeah as well as they did because i know how hard it is to get those yeah. things to work right and that's not to say they didn't have problems while they were making it. Yeah, but I'm sure they had to, like, redo a lot of takes. Yeah, like. but, like, I think probably the only one that sometimes looks a little funny is Gizmo. Because, like, yeah. they just show him a lot and close up. Yeah. But, like, even then, like, they get a lot of, like, emotion out of him for a little, like, creature that's fake, you know? Like, yeah. That was something I was thinking about, too, earlier. Because I knew we were going to do this. I was just, like, thinking... I can't believe, like, those things are not real live beings. Like, they are, like, fake. But, like, when you're watching this, you're like, oh, my God. Like, they look like they could be, like, little real creatures sometimes. I know. Well, it's amazing, amazing too, like, the emotion. Because it's one thing to be like, okay, in this scene, Gizmo needs to be scared or he needs to do this. But how do you, you, like, practice with the puppet enough, the puppeteers? Like, how do you, to, to get that like it's one thing just to make them okay move the eyes around yeah. open the mouth up and down. it's yeah. another thing to Do then it twist the it time. around in a way where like it's yeah. going to show a particular distinct emotion yeah. yeah but yeah i was just thinking about how impressive that is and for something that's quote-unquote old-timey at this point, considered probably an antique. Yeah. But, like, I can't believe that they're able to do stuff like that back in the day, yeah. quote-unquote, so well when, like, now it's like, seems like such a hard thing to do when it when we're, when we're technically supposed to be more uh tech uh technologically advanced yeah oh good. i gotta say too i like seeing then the dust prints of the receiver and the yeah. turntable their little footprints yeah. so like this is the first time like i've watched this blu-ray numerous times throughout the years but 
I don't think I ever watched it on this particular TV, which is 65 inches. And it's like, yeah, you can really see a lot of detail, even this in this old-ass Blu-ray. This is the part I was saying with the shadow. When she goes into the into the room. like Yeah, and you see the gremlin over there? There's that, and then... Was that this one? No, when she goes in. Mm-hmm. Like, the shadow that she makes holding the knife, it just looks so, yeah. like, creepy. But, like, just to the, the amazing, the puppeteering, like, when you saw the gremlin shadow going into the yeah. thing, it wasn't just, like... A dummy that popped up and then moved along. Just see how her hands are like, yeah. like it just looks so like, like scary. it looked like he actually stood up and looked around and then yeah. moved. Yeah, and this oh one that's eating God. the gingerbread cookies, like, and then oh. her face when she walked in and saw it, like she was so horrified. <laughs> like, Ugh. yeah, just like the malice that it has in its face. It's so nasty. It's just, it's just so impressive. Yeah. Oh my God! Look at this guy. Oh, I know. It like oh. it it really does like yeah. And then she turns the blender on oh, that's to kill so him. Gross. Uh. Like so, they have green blood. We figure out here because the green shit goes flying everywhere. Out but of there. see, like this part is already it's horror. Yeah, like, it is horror because it's gross. It's just like yeah. She literally just blended a little creature. Yeah. And like when you oh my when you watch them, it's like. It's weird. It's like you're watching real life animals. Look, they're so fucking evil. Like, <laughs> I know. like he's just like trying to do all. The, uh, and then she actually just stabs him to death. Yeah. Kill that fucker. And in how they did that insert shot of when she was bringing the knife down, they showed mm-hmm. his face. He got shocked yeah. and surprised. Oh, like God. even they have like emotion. Mm-hmm. Look at he's yeah he's in yeah the- that shot of him ah! in the background after he got stabbed. He's like wriggling. He's got oh, the, he's got the, the knife in his chest. She was kicking ass on this. Yeah, the mom's fucking ah! awesome. The the way she oh uh, puts God. this one in the microwave and blows them up. That's so funny. She put them in the microwave and our AC kicked on and it sounded like the microwave yeah. was running. <laughs> or our heater, I should say. Yeah, it's blowing heat. That was funny. This time of year. <laughs> yeah, dude's still dying a slow death with that knife in his chest I over think there. that's cool. Like, yeah. he's still moving around back there. But it's like, yeah, like this, it, I mean, and there was backlash, but this definitely pushed the boundaries, which I think maybe this was only PG. I don't even think it was PG-13. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it's like, it's really hardcore. And like, like, I don't know, like, especially watching it as an older person now, like, like seeing how violent it is, it just makes me love it even more. Well, I, I mean, like I was saying, like, I, there was so much of it where I was just like, oh my God, these things are so evil. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't like... It was, like, uncomfortable, like, because uh, it wasn't what I uh, expected. You know? Well, I just really didn't know what to expect, you Yeah. Know? like, but, yeah, it just was, like, there was so much where I was just, like, oh, my God, just kill these people. <laughs> like, I think yeah. probably the mom is the only one that I'm, like, don't yeah. kill her. <laughs> I feel you know, like the... Slash that shit. I feel like the dad, too, like, the, I feel like if the dad was just taking care of Gizmo the whole time, like, that shit would have never happened. Mm-hmm. Like, he was seeing more careful with him. Oh, yeah, I yeah. love this, like, the glowing ah! eyes in the tree. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah. His <laughs> eyes are glowing <laughs> red in the funny. tree. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look at it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Trying to bite at her. Oh, my God. Scratching her. Yeah. Ugh. So, like, of all the, the first Mogwai oh, that, yeah, yeah. that popped out of uh, Gizmo, spray. like, this one. <sighs> and, like, this is hardcore, too, because they set up so many times when they come in, the sword falls off the uh, wall of the yeah. house. And the way he picks it up and decapitates it. I mean, oh, he's strangling the mom it. to death with the Christmas like, lights. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you getting traumatized? <laughs> it's just so, like... Kill those fuckers, man. <laughs> Ugh, Whoa. Woo. And then his head goes oh, in the fireplace God. and he screams. Like, yeah. it's just his head Look burning, at her but face. he screams. Like, yeah. she's all fucked up. She got all scratched up. Oh, yeah. my God. 
So all the all the the original Mogwai that turned into Gremlins, they're all dead with the exception of Stripe. He's like the only survivor out of that oh, batch. Oh, look at yeah. it. He's so gross. Like he, that's what I'm saying. Like they made these things so nasty. He literally they look at him, they're like Stripe, <laughs> like we gotta kill him, and he blows his nose on the drape and oh. then he crashes and jumps out the window. Okay, so here was my thing about the water. He yeah. runs into snow. Right. And I'm kinda like, uh, shouldn't that trigger? <laughs> Yeah. The water thing. <laughs> like, he's just trying to run down the street, and meanwhile, like, all the shit's popping <laughs> off, and he's like... Oh. Wouldn't that be, like, wouldn't that have been a horrific image? Yeah. I mean, or or maybe, like, you're just fighting oh, with him, God. and you knock him down into a pile of snow, yeah. and then, like, yeah. But I think it's hard to say, though, because, like, they're, like, scaly reptiles. Like, like if you or me walked out in bare feet, because we're warm-blooded, mm. like, we would melt the snow. I don't yeah. know if they would, because, yeah. like, they're, like... Like, like if a lizard, well, I mean, a lizard really couldn't probably survive in the snow, but if a lizard or a crocodile <laughs> yeah. was in the snow, I don't really know there's if, like... Bo- there's no body heat. Yeah, or not bright enough, light, at least. Light. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like how he finds found Gizmo him. in the chute, the laundry yeah. chute. Oh, my God, poor baby. I had a Gizmo backpack, too. Seeing him putting him in the backpack remind me of that. <laughs> I had it for years. Eventually, the straps and stuff <laughs> broke off it. Mm. I thought it was, uh... Healed from my traumatic experience of watching it for the first time. (laughs) Which, by the way, all the, what do you call it, re-releases in the theater right Mm. now. The Grinch, Die Hard. Like, all the Christmas, like, why can't we get Gremlins uh, (laughs) re-release this this Christmas? I would go see it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, next year, yeah, because this came out 84, so 2024 next year will be an anniversary for it. Maybe so. they will, because it seems like most of them have been anniversary releases. Yeah. But what's funny is they're like, Die Hard, 35th anniversary <laughs> re- It's like, no, like, you just want to take your family to see Die Hard on Christmas. You don't care if it's the 30th, 35th, 38th, whatever. Like, you don't give a shit. But it gives people a reason to be yeah. like, oh, it's a special edition. Like, I know it's phony, <laughs> but I love this set design where he walks through all the frosted trees to get to the YMCA. Like, it's so, like, I don't know. It's just, like, like I miss that, like, kind of artificial set feeling of movies. Like, the, I don't know what you would call it, but the, the larger-than-life feeling of it. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, ears moving around back there. Yeah, but it's pretty pretty smart. Uh, I'm sure it was just an accident. He probably didn't know what it was, but they chase Stripe and Stripe mm. runs into the uh, and YMC- yeah, like this is so dastardly. Like yeah. that little jerk knew what he was doing. Because it's because it's like yeah, like he could turn on a faucet anywhere in any yeah. house and jump in, but you never think he's going to jump in a fucking swimming pool in the middle of Christmas. You know? Oh, oh, the way he flew out of there. Oh, I love this shot where he oh. he scratches Billy across the chest. Oh my god! And that hopping, how he hops oh. like a yeah. Gizmo knows he's like oh shit. Oh. That, <laughs> he, with the way he holds his nose, like and he's that sinking to the bottom. Funny part. I know. I re- I remember you being like so like like clutching the, the you know like your heart, and then and then when you saw him holding his fucking nose, you just start laughing so hard. Because it's so funny looking. It's really yeah. less though. He's clutching his nose and that he's just like in the little ball like yeah. falling. Like it yeah. looks so funny. He's And he's just, I can just imagine it being like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah. 
And there's actually like little bubbles coming out of his nose too. Oh as he drinks. So like you, you were impressed by this this effect, how they really got the the, the, yeah, the like that's swimming a pool. lot of water to fucking get be like, blowing up. Yeah. yeah, I like the lights that it makes too. Like when they're all like super yeah, multiplying. Yeah, and obviously you oh my like God. you can see their shadows already. Yeah, they're already running around. Oh my but I always God. wanted to like visually see. I know there's only so much you can do in a, <laughs> in a movie without CGI, but like I just wanted yeah. to see them like under the water, like popping all out and curling up. Oh my god, in this, they don't believe him. Oh. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, I know we talked about him in another movie recently, yeah. but the the guy from uh, Breaking Bad here plays mm. one of the uh, deputies, plays the deputy. Uh, I always blank on the guy's name, he's a famous guy. <laughs> he play, I, think, I think his name was Mike on Breaking Bad. <clears throat> oh my god. But the '80s was a great time, though, because like I don't I don't know by name the the guy who plays the sheriff, but like I feel like during the '80s, like you could get all these guys that were like old actors from the '50s back then to play all these old man roles and shit. Like you still would see old people in movies in the '80s. It's like now, like the sheriff would be like a hunky forty eight year old gray haired <laughs> guy, but still be all muscle bound. No, Whereas like here, she would be female. Oh, it could be. I love that this is the one stop motion oh shot where it's the giant like <laughs> oh crowd of them. And I just always visually love how this shot looks. Oh my god. Yeah. They're Amazing. all jumping all over each other. And I know I talked about it on other episodes, but on eBay a few years ago and I saved some screenshots of it, but there was actually a guy that was selling one of those. Um the little uh stop motion puppets the really? wires yeah he wanted like 2500 bucks for it Dang. but it was like mostly rotted away uh, like you could tell what it was yeah. you could tell it was a real one but it was like mostly half rotted away like all the skin was coming off it turned brown mm, crazy yeah this is yeah <laughs> i was amused by this part yeah mr futterman he's he's trying to uh to watch tv and the the tv uh what do you call it signal keeps going out foreign it's, tv <laughs> yeah he's like damn foreign tv we should got zenith but, like, yeah, this is kind of, like, I love all the gremlins oh just hanging on the thing. And this is kind of, like, the uh, first, like, you know, instance we get of, like, how mischievous they like to be to, like, you know, be quote-unquote classical gremlins in terms of, uh, you know, m- making uh, electronics go bad and stuff. Yeah. yeah, the trouble. Oh, God, this I remember what happened. <laughs> yeah. And, again, uh, it's just, like, nobody's going to... Uh, she's just sitting there. Yeah, nobody's going to get off uh, easy. I always wanted to have a house with one of those closed indoor porches. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, he sees the thing. All the the antenna now is all beat to shit, all twisted up. Mm. (laughs) Here, the uh, tractor starting up in the garage. Gosh. Yeah, and like I like how he looks all handsome in this scene. All of a sudden, yeah, Dick Miller. Yeah, and they come crashing out. Yeah. Move, lady. You know, and, uh, like, oh. the first one, like, I always thought that Mr. Futterman and Mrs. Oh, Futterman, yeah, gosh. when you see them driving it, it's, like, so funny. Oh, they're all laughing. Literally little oh, devils, my yeah. gosh. And they run into the house, and, <sighs> like, they chase them through the the living room with it, and eventually they, they it looks like they hit them. Oh, I always look thought, at him, like, yeah. oh, my God. I always oh, thought they died, but they they actually oh, didn't. Uh, they God. they come back in the sequel. That was dangerous because those trees came in like all yeah. sharp and shit. I know, like the one tree was like fell and it was pointing it's towards them. them. It's them. Yeah, there's yeah, a real gremlin in my calf. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! 
Yeah, because oh, they even yeah, show yeah. like the 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 camera shot shake like they hit them, but yeah, yeah. which I, they probably you know before they ever thought of doing a sequel, they probably were supposed to originally die. And this, the, 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 just to me, mentally, the idea of this, that a gremlin crawled into a I fucking, <laughs> to a mailbox. Sitting, he's just sitting in there. <laughs> he's just sitting in there. Like, and when uh, the guy tries to mail the uh, the letters, he just throws them back out. Oh. It's just mischievous little crap. Yeah. I always like this guy. He wants to mail like a last minute package. Like, how would you mail this? Would you put on like 80 stamps on that thing? Oh my God. Yeah. He's like another guy that gets gets uh, caught, pulled into it. Uh, yeah, I, I like how Stripe just like disappears into a snowbank. Yeah, I, this this visual too of the one who's got the box. Uh, he's inside the box controlling the traffic lights. Like, look at the trouble he's causing. I know. Oh my gosh, they're so evil. <laughs> he's laughing with his nasty green slime teeth. Yeah. Oh no. And it's funny too because like this oh. is literally like. I don't like just roughly how many gremlins do you think there are now at this point in the movie? I don't know. You can't tell because we didn't even see all of them when they were marching down the street. Like probably at least I'd say at least five or six hundred of them. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know. But if like gremlins was real, if this was a real existential threat, like literally within twenty four hours there could be enough if they all just kept jumping in swimming pools everywhere. He looks so mad right here. He does. Yeah, he's getting tough. But, uh, because he, he hears them talking about, like, all the shit that's going on around the town. But, like, do you mm. think, like, any armed forces or anything could combat, like, millions of gremlins running around everywhere? I mean, I think basically the way they handled it in this movie. It's about you just try to get them together and blow them all uh, up. Now they're starting to get the phone calls. Yeah. About the snowplow. And they still don't believe him. No. They're waving him away. Oh, my gosh. That's this one too. I'm like, oh, you idiots! Like, just kill him. <laughs> just take Gizmo home. Sit by the fireplace. Uh, yeah. yeah, just go home. Take care of your mom and chill. Like, mm-hmm. just get out of here. Oh my god! Look at this guy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Deagle. Oh yeah, go to her house. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Go terrorize her. So here's some here's some gremlins. Uh, Mrs. Deagle is awesome too. How she just has like eight thousand cats in her mansion. Like, <laughs> like this one, this little orange one. He was actually cute. But some trivia here is the set for Kingston Falls is the same one used for Back to the Future. Both movies were filmed on the Universal Studios backlot. Which also too, I don't know if it's true, but it looks a lot like the town square. It looks a lot like the one from Monster Squad as well. Hmm. Hmm. So in Cantonese, Mogwai means devil, demon, or gremlin. No. The Mandarin pronunciation is, looks like Mogui. Mm. It's spelled M-O-G-U-I instead of W-A-I. Mm. Oh my god, so many cats. You know her house is stinky. Yeah. Oh, the, something came in. Yeah, because she got a cat door and... Uh, Christmas carolers. Yeah, obviously the gremlin comes there. Yeah, she's gonna go boil up some water to uh, to go throw on the Christmas. Like, look at him! Oh look how much he. Oh, don't throw water! Yeah, you, you got so nervous when she was gonna throw the water. <laughs> I think that one got a oh tooth busted God. out already. They actually made the figures of these a year or two ago, like where you could get the little Christmas caroler ones. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, this one. He she has like the uh, what do you call it? Like the lift, the, the chair lift the to go upstairs. Chair. Yeah, for older people. 
And of course, he makes it go haywire to where now it's going to go like a thousand miles an hour. It's just so weird because, like, at the beginning of the movie, like, she looks perfectly fine. Like, I don't get where this her being like crippled or whatever, like, where it came from. <laughs> I think it's just supposed to be like she's having a heart problem. Oh, but uh, I'm not ready. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> It literally goes so fast that when she gets Dang. to the top of the steps, it shoots. And she's got like how many floors in her house? I know. She shoots oh, out the window. Oh, there she goes. Yeah. Oh. Just literally destroy. Look, they're all laughing oh, when they see her fly out. God. Yeah. She dead. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no coming back from that. <clears throat> I like too how the cops just get like super like scared. And then uh, yeah, this one chewing oh, through the brake lines. Yeah. So evil. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, and, like, this is kind of, like, one of the more hardcore ones because the guy dressed up like Santa. Mm. And uh, and they go, oh, that's Dave Myers. He dressed up like Santa every year. And, like, when I was a kid, I was like, what if that's really Santa Claus? <laughs> like, that's how I always thought. But, uh, yeah, he's just got, he's trying to run around and get him off, but he's just got four gremlins. Like, they're just, like, clawing on him <sighs> and grabbing on him and shit. But they're, like, seeing them. Like, in their face, and they're still so, yeah. like, they don't believe it. Yeah. They just want to oh go back to the station God. and get away. Oh, my, look at this guy. Laughing in his face. Yeah, they're killing this guy dressed as Santa, uh. and he's laughing in the cop's face. <laughs> oh. Dang, <clears throat> some pyro going on over there. I think uh, uh, Ice-T got the inspiration for that song Cop Killer from this movie, watching the Gremlins <laughs> laugh at the cops. Look at this little... Yeah, I always like this, how there's the one hanging from the Christmas yeah. lights, and he takes some giant scissors, like... <laughs> like the, the world's most giant yeah, scissors. Yeah, <laughs> cuts them, and they fall it's pretty, it's I mean that's kind of like the last time you see Corey Feldman too, but I always thought it was cool that they they showed what happened to his character that he was he was actually fighting them, like with his slingshot and shit. What are those things that he spent all night trying to tell you what yeah. they were? Look at these guys. So are the bad. cops flipped over their car. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Little little devil laughing. Billy's car really sucks, man. Like <laughs> he does get it to start this time, but like. I always thought, too, because there's, like, so much shit going on outside. I was like, probably the safest place you could do is just hide in your car like that. Yeah, really. Or just try to drive out of town. <sighs> you gotta go save his girlfriend, though. Yeah, I would go save her, too. I, I don't would... think that's the front yard. I think it's the driveway. Oh, it's just too snowed up. You yeah. can't tell me. Yeah, I can see that. Oh yeah, you hear Ricky Rialto <laughs> saying, like, people in costumes have run into the studio. And, uh... Yeah. Because uh, people were calling him saying all the gremlin stuff was going on. And then he gets a, uh, hey, you're not a rockin' Ricky fan. I like that, too. Uh, like, whenever you hear a guy on the radio uh, in a movie back then, like, it's like they're on the air, like, 24-7. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> I like how, too, like, uh, Gizmo, like, he's he can, like, understand everything that's happening just by hearing it. And, like, yeah. he gets scared just hearing about it. Yeah. Oh, I think this was, this scene was so stupid, like to put in here like this town is getting terrorized his wife is being attacked by the little monster he brought home yeah and he, all he fucking cares about is this stupid experiment well to be back. fair he's still on the road he doesn't he doesn't know what's going on he just, I just he just, just wants to sm- sell a smokeless ashtray but i mean just in general the scene in the movie in general yeah like, it is weird we didn't need this scene <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they would have cut it if they didn't like uh, reference it later on. Yeah. Like with the when the grandpa comes back. Yeah. 
But even then. But yeah, like, like, <laughs> like, like, I remember the scene in the movie, and I remember this guy at the gas station, but, like, I was, like, really, like, when we were watching it, like, you've already seen, like, about 100 people die from the gremlins already, yeah. and we're going back to, like, worthless invention humor. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like how that gremlin never got tired, or, like, no matter how dizzy he got, he just liked hanging and off the And he has tinsel on his leg. I know. Oh, my gosh. Look at... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is, I mean, this probably would be their natural element just to be in a bar oh, drinking and causing problems. Three cigarettes. Yeah. He's really smoking oh, them, too, because, yeah. like, they're lighting up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> He's chugging. I always like that one that, that dumps the ashtray into a, into somebody's drink. Oh, yeah, this oh, one, too, where yeah. he drinks so much he just falls off the stool. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, even ones in the background and shit you always see oh, laughing. Oh, they're so awesome. I mean, as far as just creature design too, like, like I had the stripe one, the full size doll. Eventually, it broke, Whoa. but like, oh, oh yeah, there's no! the flasher. <laughs> That's the one for my t-shirt. Okay. Oh, this is the best uh, one where the one's drinking the for, uh, straight from the tap in his stomach for the beer. It keeps just blowing up. The my favorite one's about to come up. Yeah. Yeah, they're playing like croquet with beer bottles here, breaking them. <laughs> playing the Star Wars video game. That was a cool video game. And then Stripe, he he hangs out with the most elite yeah. gremlins. They're like the ones that dress He's up. Got a girlfriend. Yeah, w- <laughs> like they cross dress to become women. I always thought that was funny. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like how this one has the visor on, like the car dealer. <laughs> what do you think it is about the gremlins that they like to imitate humans and I don't put think they cross dressing. I think it's just probably a girl. It's a girl. Well, no, in the sequel they have a girl, but only because she's genetically modified. Well, maybe that one is too. You I like this it. one, the sunglasses and the ruffly shirt on. <laughs> this one. Yeah, this he's one. my favorite. He's like the Philip yeah. Marlowe detective gremlin, and he's all serious. I he's got can't his drink. Stand these fools. Yeah, and the cigarette, and he's got the fedora on. <laughs> And then a gremlin comes up just with a hand puppet going, I just don't even get that. It was so silly. Yeah. And like they even threw on the jazz music when they were showing him like how cool he was. That's why it was Cool jazz music. And then like he's just getting annoyed by him. (laughs) He like looks at us like, what is this shit? And then he hits him with a hammer in the head. (laughs) Oh, this is my, yeah, the flash dance gremlin with the leg warmers on. (laughs) Like, now the dance music starts oh, playing, they're all dancing. Oh, oh he, he break dancing, he spins on his back. I love this part where you can see, actually see their legs going up and down. <laughs> yeah. Oh this is just, like, the montage of, like, their devilish behavior. And then having fun. Silly. Yeah. Oh. No. Uh, oh, he got knocked Don't out. Don't my guy. The detective grandma. Oh, my God. Yeah, this one, he just took his finger. I didn't take it like he was fun. a de- detective. I took it more like he was like an old blues guy that yeah. was just like sitting listening to the blues. The jazz, yeah. <laughs> I like how she's there like trying to serve him. Yeah. But <laughs> like, get out of well, there. Somebody's got to give them their beers and light their cigarettes for them. No way. Get out of there. <laughs> There's really only one, though, that just keeps chain smoking. you think they all would be smoking. No, but he doesn't like the light. Yeah, he doesn't want, like when the light. So how did they light the cigarettes before? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> That's smart, too, look, that she look, discovered it right away. There's one face down in the popcorn machine just eating all the popcorn. <laughs> yeah, she figures out the flash with the Polaroid camera. Yeah. It's pretty much oh. be a good... Oh. Stripe's like, no. Oh, yeah, I see the popcorn. Yeah, he's just eating the shit out of that popcorn. Oh, my God. And then she turns up the fan so much that he eventually flies off. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. oh, 
I like that one. That just, he like dies instantly. He gets flashed <laughs> in his face, and he goes, "Oh, oh my god!" I like this one. That's just watching him go up and down, up and down. Oh, oh dang! He died. Dead. He fell into the sign. Oh, oh, this one. Oh. The the mugger gremlin with the with the the handgun. Oh no! I don't know. Oh my god! He almost shot her. In See, the that's face. what I'm yeah. saying. These little fuckers are. So she just evil. ducked in time to ah! knock the shot. Oh. That was a good idea to shine the lights in there. Yeah. Billy pulls up and his headlights kind of like knock them all back for a oh second, but God, then the car won't them. start, so. Uh, she's scared of him. <laughs> I can't remember if they show it actually in the movie, but I remember in like the little storybook, it's like they show the headlights die, so that's how they get out or whatever. Uh, but they probably could have got out the back door, too. There had to be another door there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I like this montage. People are running by with gremlins. I like up in the oh, the, yeah, the, the window, you see the shadows of somebody yeah. getting attacked by a gremlin. Oh, oh just one comes from me. Ah. Oh, this one in the hood of the car. <laughs> yeah. He was just in there, like, taking a car fully apart. This would be a fun uh, Halloween maze to go through. It would be. Gremlins. <laughs> maze. I wouldn't have to be scared for my life. I would yeah. have fun in it, actually. <laughs> You could see them dancing and hanging <laughs> yeah. from fans and shit. Yeah, popping out of car hoods. So, that. so this <laughs> is uh, which Phil D's uh, said earlier. This is the dark part of the movie. Everybody remembers when Phoebe Cates tells the story of uh, when she was nine years old and her uh, dad tried. tried <laughs> you imagined to, it? Yeah, he did. Oh my god! When uh, her dad tried to uh, come down the chimney of Santa Claus, in, but he broke his neck. <laughs> And then the the firefighters had to cut him out, and the smell, they thought a dead bird was in there, but it was her dad. He had been in there for a couple of days and died. Yeah. Oh, but, like... It was pretty. Like, maybe, when she said that, I was like, yeah. damn. Like, maybe there was a... I remember there was some deleted scene that popped up a while ago. Maybe it was here. It was like, I, maybe, I think maybe they found Judge Reinhold, like, hiding in the bank or something. But he had to have come back at some point. And then I hate how she's, like, revealing, like, the most terrifying moment in her life, and he doesn't even give a shit. He's yeah. not even listening. He's like, oh, I just gotta... Just like, dude, just kill I this gotta guy. I gotta find a phone that works. Stripe, come kill this guy. <laughs> That's the way I felt. <laughs> so I thought this was interesting. Here's some more trivia. It says, originally Stripe and Gizmo were the same character. Hmm. It changed when executive producer Steven Spielberg insisted that one of the gremlins had to be a good guy who the audience could identify with. Um... Director Joe Dante expresses that this decision was the reason why the film is so fondly remembered. I have to, I have to agree with that. Mm. If, like they just were all evil. Yeah. Like yeah, people probably wouldn't like you know because Gizmo was a huge thing. Like yeah. talk about the original, um, fucking what do you call it? Like merchandise thing. All the Gizmo yeah. shit. And oh. like, I, I find this hard, like really hard to believe. But I would love to like find some more Ooh, evidence of this. Like he's shocked yeah. when she said, <laughs> yeah. Like, Gizmo's reacting to the story of her dad dying, but not Billy. <laughs> yeah, really. It says, there was an earlier attempt to have monkeys play the gremlins, oh. but it was abandoned because the test monkey panicked when he was made to wear a gremlin Oh, my head. God. Jeez, yeah. the PETA would have had a field. I know. That would have been awesome, though, if they could have just, like, done one shot, though, of, like, a monkey running by in a gremlin suit. <laughs> yeah. She said that's how she found out there was no Santa Claus because her dad died. He was finally listening. Yeah. Gizmo's a better boyfriend than Billy. Yeah, really. Gizmo actually listens to your problems. It's so dumb how he says, don't worry about that smoke, it'll stop. It's like, what do you mean yeah. it'll stop? Like, 
if it's supposed to be smokeless, it should stop already. Like, how is it better than a regular ashtray? Because, like, you can actually just put the uh, the cigarette out in a real ashtray. Yeah. That shit, it would just smoke inside there. So, yeah. And, like, I always wondered, if, like, if it was just supposed to be, like, progression or what. But, like, he's got blood on his chest where Stripe uh, slashed him up. Mm-hmm. But, um... But earlier, like, he just had the marks, but not the blood. Mm. So I'm like, was it supposed to be, like, he bled, or was it like... Like, when they were in the bank? Like, like not in the bank, but just earlier in the movie. Mm. Like, like it took a while for the blood to show up on his shirt, yeah, you know what I mean? I think so. It could take a bit. Yeah. But I didn't know, because, like, back then, they used to have to try and do, like, all this shit, like, where they filmed, like, extra scenes for TV versions. Oh, yeah. Like, Return of the Living Dead, there was a guy, the back of his jacket said, fuck. So they had to film every shot twice that showed the back wow. to, to with a different jacket that didn't have that word on it. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. And so I always wonder... I don't like, think they would ever waste that time now, would they? No, probably not. Just blur it out or whatever? Yeah. Or just cut that scene? Yeah, out. I see shit blurred out in movies now, like on TV, <laughs> like on broadcast TV, and I think it's so weird. Yeah. So, like, the towns, like, <laughs> fell quiet now, and they realize, like, oh, they must be hiding somewhere. Yeah. Because it's going to be sunlight soon. So they go to the local theater, and then like, yeah, like I, like how it said this film the same place as Back to the Future. There is like a movie theater, like they go past in Back to the Future. I think you see it in Part Two as well when they go to the future version of it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! His mouth is oh poor He needs to wipe his mocos. Yeah, Gizmo. He's got some snot. Well, he's been out in the cold all night. Yeah. Like when I go out walking in the cold, oh, man, so oh this, there they are, millions. To of me, them. this is the most impressive. I don't want to know how they did it. Yeah, but the idea of them like possibly having made that many just for yeah. the scene is That's so what they did. fucking cool. <laughs> and it's it's there's something cool too about <laughs> seeing them in like a movie theater too. Like it's weird, but it's just like it's like a cool oh setting God. for them. Look at this mess they're making. Yeah, they're oh, trying to get gosh. the projector running so they can watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it says hi, Joe, on the, on the inside of that. I figured that was for Joe Dante. <laughs> they finally get to watch it. Oh, there's oh. the Flasher Gremlin again. Look at all their popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's a scene in Snow White, the mm-hmm. Cyber Jurors, where they start singing hi-ho. Mm-hmm. And the Gremlins, like, they sing along. I love the Gremlin, but they're like, hi-ho, oh, But see, they can be good. You give them something they like, they'd be oh, good. Oh my god, fuck these guys. You made you walk into a oh, room yeah, seeing yeah, this yeah, happening. This guy's all cracked out. Yeah. Another <laughs> cigarette. No, no. Oh but yeah. It's just like, this scene is just, like, like you want to talk about movie magic? Like, that's what this scene but, is. But, like, how do you, like, that means there has to be somebody in every one of those of seats like controlling it from underneath like that's just so I mean, crazy i mean maybe one person could do two at a time but uh, but yeah that's hard yeah either way it's still like tons and tons where you know we like we live in an age now oh hit him mickey. mickey mouse yeah he's wearing mickey mouse ears <laughs> we we live in an age currently of low effort filmmaking <laughs> that's not what was happening back when gremlins was made yeah oh my god look at that that is crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's so many of them. I know. 
And, like, I remember from the, those Fangoria issues I had, like, they would show shots of, like, the guy standing in the workshop, and there'd just be tables and tables oh with, like, look like hundreds, but probably was dozens of them. <laughs> Together with the bucket Yeah, the popcorn bucket. He cut <laughs> eyes out so he could wear the popcorn bucket. It's like a cigar. Yeah. So basically the plan they come up with is go to the boiler room, let all the gas out of the pipes and blow up the uh, movie theater with all the gremlins yeah. in it. Pretty good plan. Yeah. But Stripe uh, Stripe yeah. had a buddy in the movie that kept telling him, milk duds, milk duds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wanted milk duds. Yeah. Oh. So he goes to the concession stand, they wiped it out, so then he sees candy at the store across the street, so that's how Stripe gets out. I gotta say, like, I thought it was clever, all the different ways that they always had Stripe, like, escaping away. That's pretty good throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought this was actually a smart idea for this guy that's been, like, dumb and doofy the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> they took <laughs> bar glasses. tinsel. I know. <laughs> Draped around them. It's funny. Anything they can do to dra- uh, decorate themselves they like. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a great, yeah. great scene here too when they're running uh, behind the um, movie screen and the the reel, of the film runs out. Oh. So the gremlins see them behind there and they all get oh. mad. Oh my god! And the shot ah. here of like them coming through the oh. screen, like you see their shadows, and then you yeah. see them ripping through the screen of the movie theater. Oh my god! Yeah, that shot was always very nightmarish to me. Oh, look! You can yeah. see them running. I know. Out. I always love this shot of the <laughs> crowd of them. Yeah. It's like, and like, I like how some of them are jumping up and stuff. Hey, what happened to Buckethead? He's still around. Is he? Yeah. I mean, he still does <sighs> concerts. I'm sure he probably makes CDs still. Oh, yeah. I was, I was like the little arms coming out here. They look animated, huh? Uh, I think they're just like, just flipping, mm-hmm. like, like shaking. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they run out and then finally it, the fire catches mm-hmm. to the gas and like, they blow the shit for real out of this movie theater. I mean, obviously yeah. it's a set on a back lot, but still, it's impressive the way it blows up. No, it's not. I don't want to see a movie theater. Oh. Oh, no. Dang. Yeah. Oh. And they actually show them inside burning alive, yeah. Oh. This one with the surgical mask oh on and like... Oh, my gosh. Oh. oh. But this fucker's Stripe. still alive. No. Oh my He's God. like, I gotta go. I gotta go find another swimming pool to jump into. All my, uh, all my, all my brothers and cousins are dead now. Oh, she sees him. Yeah, in the department all store. My familia. Mm. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. He has tinsel in his hair too. Yeah. So I mean, you see, you see how evil the gremlins are and all that. But mm. like, can you see how as a kid I fell in love with them? No. No. <laughs> Jeez. Well, what's to love about these things? They're, they're so, funny. They're so bad. They're funny. <laughs> but they're bad. Yeah. Oh, my God. But it's like, they're bad. Like, they're the bad guys of the movie, but at the same time, like, they just want to have fun, too. I know, they are, but they're mostly bad. Like, if you could have one as a pet and just <laughs> oh give him all the candy. God. Yeah. I, like, how do they even do that where he's riding the oh skateboard? God. And moving. And moving at the same time, yeah. But like, if you could just feed him all the candy he wanted, maybe he would be nice. Like, maybe he wouldn't try to kill you. Well, I mean, I don't think you'd be so dumb as to let him turn into that evil version. Yeah, <laughs> keep him a magua. Nope, finally a kiss, some romance here. Magua's like, mm. yeah, kiss him like. Mm. 
He said, give me a kiss. (laughs) Finally, he gets a baseball bat to go take on the... See how his snout kind of protrudes more than, like, the ones that they ended up doing for the second one? Yeah. That's what makes them cuter, is that, like, they kind of got rid of that ugly little snout. (laughs) In in the sequel, they also changed, like, the the Mogwais, too. Like, they they all have different faces. Mm. And, like, when they turn into gremlins, like, they retain those faces. It's, it's, like, weird. Mm. Like, whereas this one, like, they all look the same. Like, that's, except for Stripe, that's why they gave him the Stripe, so you could recognize him. (laughs) I like how Stripe is, like... There's, like, a, a camera set up to play on all the TVs. Like, you can see yourself on TV. He's just mocking Billy in it. Like, you know, like, that's always the hard part of really, like, any movie, a horror movie, an action movie, anything, where you got to have the showdown. And the showdown between Billy and Stripe, like, it's so good because there's so many, like, cool instances of the ways where Stripe fucks with Billy. Mm-hmm. And, like, he gets to him and fucks him up, like, really good here in a second. So yeah, so uh, Kate, Phoebe Kate, she's trying to like turn everything on and the, uh, you know, sorting like all the PA announcements going on, different lights are going on, but eventually she's going to end up turning on a water fountain as well, which that will come to play. Look, then we see Barbie had a horse named Midnight. Yeah, Midnight the Horse, yeah. I wonder if it was in the movie. Probably not. They probably didn't. Because I bet you Skipper wasn't even in the movie. I'm sure Skipper wasn't either, yeah. If they were all Barbie. Well, Barbie's streaming on Max now. They sent me the email. So Ooh, we can find we out for ourselves. finally watch that. He's Stripe. He's hiding behind the E.T. E.T. Vials. And Warner Brothers. And Warner Brothers, yeah. yeah. Sylvester. Bugs Bunny. <laughs> oh they should make Stripe like a uh, Warner Brothers cartoon. Just make him like part of the regular gang. Wasn't there a Gremlins cartoon? There was one they made for HBO Max recently, but it was, like, super babyish, so I didn't watch it. I thought that was one a long time ago, like, back in the day. Not that I remember. Because hmm. I kind of remember, like, an animated Gremlins logo. Yeah, there was that they just used on merch and shit. Oh. But there wasn't, like, an actual Saturday morning cartoon. Oh, jeez. Yeah, this is where Stripe is throwing oh saw blades at him. Oh. See, this is what I'm saying. Like, oh, my gosh, so nasty. Like, ugh. Yeah. You just, like, don't care. Well, I mean, I guess it's just him, but still. Look at this guy. Yeah, yeah, on the tricycle. He's like uh, Billy from uh, Saul. That's why I said here comes Billy. Yeah, on the red tricycle. (laughs) It's funny, too, that, like, he's he's, he's running full speed and he can't keep up with a stripe on a tricycle. Yeah, this is where she knows Gizmo's gone. Oh, no. He's he's running on all fours, though. It's funny. Like, I guess because it would take him so long to walk there, he just starts running on all fours. He's like super low to the ground too. Why is that little shorty legs? Yeah, this is uh this is scary. This setting. Mm. Then this is where he he hits him with the the pitching machine. Oh, hits him with a baseball geez. in the back. That shit really got him. I know. <laughs> He's laughing at him. Oh my god. Mm. Oh my gosh. He knocks him to, to oh. the back, the display of tennis balls. Mm. Oh, he's on a mission. Yep. Oh, he sees the light coming through. Light bright. Light bright. <laughs> but this this is where he gets really hardcore though when Stripe takes it up a notch and he uh he finds a crossbow. He no. shoots him right in the arm. And like what's crazy is you see Billy trying Whoa. to pull the arrow out of his arm That's and like so he nasty. can't. Stripe got super ugly in that shot, too, like, the way he's, like, squeezing his eyes. I was gonna say, it looks like his, uh, left eye's a little messed up. Yeah, I think he's just, they're just trying to do the thing where he's, like, 
closing one eye to aim better. Oh, yeah, like through the, the sight. Yeah. And so they're trying to, but he came off looking a little funky. Damn, he got fucked up. Oh, yeah, no. then here's the chainsaw. Oh, shit, here we go. Yeah. Oh, uh, my God. Ooh. Oh, he's running at him with the chainsaw. Oh, oh look God. at him. Wouldn't that have just cut right through? I think it depends on the power of the chainsaw or the sharpness of it. Mm. Like, maybe it's like a store display. Maybe it's mm. not like the real one. But, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's cutting into it, but I know what you mean. Like, it's not cutting right through the baseball yeah. bat. <laughs> yeah. There I thought this was so funny too because it's like they make it seem like the uh, the Barbie car is like a real thing that like could be dri- driven like a remote control. Yeah, like he's actually driving it like it's a remote control truck, but he's actually in the car. Yeah, like, like, like it has steer- a gas pedal. Yeah, like it has a gas pedal on a steering wheel. <laughs> Pretty funny. I like too that they play the audio from the racing, the old racing movie he was watching earlier. He's like, he's a cool guy with a fast car. <laughs> yeah. There's some cool uh, Garfield and Odie shirts. Oh! oh. I like this, oh. too, where the chainsaw, because ah. it's, it's actually electric. It pulls him away. And he's, like, moving his legs, like, oh. Yeah, oh, take me away. Eventually it unplugs, yeah. Oh, and he bashes yeah. his head. Maybe it wasn't really a chainsaw. Maybe it was, like, a weed whacker. Maybe that's why it was so weak. Mm. Yeah, I think they even played the, the cartoon sound effects, like, the like because he's, like, all groggy. Yeah, and oh, now he sees no. the fountain. He gets all excited. Oh, yeah, yeah. Water. Wa- he actually says water. Uh, Maybe it was heart beating in his chest. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Oh. He sees the handgun there. And Dang, then, Rock and Ricky's still alive. I know. He, oh, the Marines are standing, standing by there. with fire hoses, yeah. So that would be bad if they hit the gremlins with fire hoses. Oh, dang. Ah! Yeah, I like this where he has to drive away from all the falling tennis balls. <laughs> he goes so crazy when he's driving There's the like car. There's like something on the back of it. Maybe that's what's making it go. Yeah. He put something on it, so it'll... Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. I can't tell what it is, though. No. It's funny that he like he runs, he drives past the dog. But yeah, this it's supposed to be a Montgomery Ward store, which unfortunately I never got a chance to go in them before they went out of business. But like, I did. We used to go there. Yeah, I mean, it kind of is like a Kmart inside. But like, would you say this is what a Montgomery Ward really looked like, or no? I guess so. They kind of had like everything, kind of like a yeah. It was like a department store kind of thing. Yeah, he's standing on the water fountain, shooting the gun at Billy, and then eventually he's gonna. Try and like jump in and get wet. Whee. Whoa. The shots of Gizmo. Oh my so god. So funny. He's like, here comes backup. Oh Put my, my finger god. in this water. Big boggle. Oh. <laughs> Bunch of Odie dolls there too. There's a lot of Garfield promotion in this movie. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. He's, okay. he's got pods yeah. popping out of his back or getting oh ready to pop god. out of his back. Yeah, and then Gizmo Wee. flies up a ah. snow shovel ramp. Oh, I go to the car. And then Stripe mm. laughs at him, but Gizmo gets mm. the last laugh because ah. he pulls the the shade uh, string and opens up all the sunlight to kill Gizmo Kaka. Yeah, he tells he says Gizmo shit. Oh, oh I always oh. hated that when he flew up and hit the roof. Like, he's like, oh, bam, die. Yeah. Ah. 
Yeah, he's striped his toast now. He got the sunlight directly. He did. It starts melting. Oh, look, his ears got holes in them. It's like a vampire melting in the sunlight. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that's so nasty. Yeah, he gets, like, super gooey and nasty. I'm not I'm not going to lie. Like, the other gremlins are, like, whatever, because, like, they die, but you can just make more. But it always makes me sad when Stripe dies. Oh, you can see the strings. Yeah, you can actually see the strings on this one. I thought I saw a little pull thing on his hand, too, earlier. Yeah. It's weird. I wonder why they left that like that. I think they just couldn't remove it back then. I never saw any on any other ones. The the one that the mom kills with the knife that's throwing the plates, you can mm. see on his arms. Oh, I never saw that. But it's only like a couple shots. Mm, poor baby. Yeah. He looks like a little kitten all curled up. Mm. Should have brought the uh, the backpack, lady. Come on. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. And, uh, of course, because in the great tradition of Michael Myers, you can't just have the villain die once. <laughs> Stripe's got to come back to life. But it's pretty awesome that it's literally just a skeleton that, that jumps out. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> but, the, but then, it, like, this is impressive, this effect, because then he just, like, melts in the goo. Like, he looks like he's made out of bone, and then he just deflates. Yeah. It's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, like, his shirt's not as bloody that there. Mm. Whereas before, it was, like, covered in blood. <laughs> the dog's like, what? The dog's like, ooh. Mm. Ew. It's still bubbling the pile of goo that oh, used to be straight. so gross. <laughs> mm. Yep. Now we cut to... Uh, the Christmas Eve rites. Christmas Eve rites. Nobody can explain it. And they're sitting around, everybody's all cut up. The mom, her face is all scratched up. Billy, his mm. arm is in a sling from the arrow he got from the crossbow. The dad's like, I'm glad I was out of town, miss uh, all this shit. Oy, oy, oy. So, yeah, so, like, where did she Oh, get she that? died. Oh, yeah, she did die. Yeah. Convicted Deagle. stock swindler Donald Deagle. Oh. <laughs> Don't chew that. Yeah, I was like, that, don't you? Don't you? And then all of a sudden, the oh. the Chinese grandpa, he's in the house. He came to take Gizmo that back. That dog is apparently good for nothing. I know. <laughs> to be fair, they probably would not uh, have paid attention to him. Mm. I like how he throws the money down. Like, here, here's your money, idiots. Mm. Little green men. Grandpa knows what happened. Yeah, he don't want Gizmo watching TV. So, yeah, so... Pretty horrific for a Christmas movie. And I think that's why weak-minded people want to say it's not a Christmas movie. But Gremlins <laughs> is a Christmas movie because it has all the themes of family, gift-giving, generosity. It has a Scrooge-like character in it, Mrs. <laughs> Deagle. Like, how can you not say this is a Christmas I mean, I would just say it's a movie that takes place during Christmas, and that's what makes it a Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> just like Die Hard. It's like, it takes place during Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. I mean, by that sentiment, though, that's like saying, too, that like all the Hallmark Christmas movies aren't really Christmas movies. They're just romances that take place at Christmas. Yeah, but a lot of those actually do talk about like the time of the season and the like giving season and all that not all of them but a lot of them 
Yeah, but I mean, that's that's why he buys Gizmo. It's a gift. He's gift-giving. That's what I'm saying, because it takes place during Christmas. Yeah. That's what you do during Christmas. I'd say this is probably the best Christmas movie ever made. <laughs> oh, my God. Because you learn all their lessons. This always choked me up. Always made me cry as a kid when Gizmo wants to say goodbye to Billy. And he goes, bye, Billy. <laughs> I'm like, no, don't let him go. He's too cute. You're about to cry now. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was funny, too, that Billy's like, you understand what he says? And the old man goes, to hear one only has to listen. It's like, Gizmo's been speaking English the whole movie. <laughs> He tells him perhaps someday we'll no, be ready. No, definitely never going to be ready. Never. never give it to him. Well, apparently not, because the sequel starts out, the old man dies, and uh, they, they demolish his shop, and Gizmo has to escape into New York City. Okay. Like, he's on his own, like, running around the city all scared. Mm. And he finds Billy, who's living in New York, and then Billy's like, just like he was with the dog, he, he hides Gizmo in his uh, desk at work. Mm. Oh, my God. Smokeless ashtray. Man at gas station tried to sell me. So to the very end, latest word in technology. What is the technology of this fucking ashtray? That's you. That was just another scene that didn't fucking need to be. <laughs> didn't need to be. Stupid. So th- since this was the first time of you like legitimately watching Gremlins beginning to end. <laughs> bye bye, Wolf Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> like Barney fucking barks goodbye to him. What what what's your takeaway? Are you a Gremlins fan now? Do you like Gremlins of the characters? What would you say? I mean, I wouldn't say it's like a favorite or anything. But what makes me appreciate it is just like all of the work that went into it to make it. Yeah. And I mean, what matters when you watch a movie is that it makes you feel something, and yeah. like. Seriously, like I was traumatized after we finished yeah. watching it, <laughs> or like when we were watching it at first. I'm not, and I'm over exaggerating, obviously, but like while I was watching it, and I mean, I'm sure it's going to be visible on this one too, because I was, I think I was reacting the exact same way on a lot of stuff. But it's just like so much of the stuff is just like so like diabolical that they're doing, and it's just like it made me feel something, you know? Like, it made me mm-hmm. feel like, oh my god, like, what the hell's going on, you know? Yeah. And to me, that is what makes a good movie, is that it makes you feel something. And I don't mean something like the feelings I was having about the kid, how stupid he was, and he was making me mad. Like, I don't mean that. Yeah. Like, I mean the the story of the movie, you know? Yeah. And, like, I felt something. Like, it made me feel like overwhelmed with an emotion you know and it's so like and the only way that you could do that is if you do a really good job at what you're trying to accomplish you know and like to me i'm just like so amazed with like (laughs) the thought kept like passing through my mind like as because it's been like probably what about a week since we watched it yeah, and like honestly, I needed that time to pass after we watched it because I was just so like, oh my god, those things were so like terrible. Yeah, but like, I kept having the thought go through my mind all week of like, those things are not real. Yeah, like, but don't I, they seem so alive when yeah, you see them? Yeah, like yeah. I had to keep kind of like not reminding myself, but just kind of like thinking in my head like. They weren't real. Like, they, they're they yeah. not live, breathing, living creatures, you know? Like, yeah. 
So to like to me, that's what like stuck with me was just how like awesome looking they were in terms of like moving and all the expression they had and all the stuff they were doing. Like, yeah, it that is like truly impressive. It's a pretty, yeah. it's a pretty impressive feat in uh, cinema, I would say. Yeah, I always knew that um, Gizmo was voiced by Howie Mandel because Howie Mandel was actually famous comic and he was on singing elsewhere at this time but um i was surprised to see some of the other voices was frank welker and peter cullen so people mm-hmm. don't know they're famous for transformers frank welker's the voice of uh, megatron mm-hmm. peter cullen's the voice of optimus prime and then also michael winslow the guy who does all the sound effect noises from mm-hmm. police academy he was listed too <laughs> so i guess they were all the different gremlins voices but yeah i looked it up uh, i'm not sure who peter cullen like what voices he did but yeah, Frank Welker, the voice of Megatron, was the voice of Stripe. So mm. pretty famous. Like not that famous at that time, obviously. But yeah, he's famous now because he's done all those Transformer movies and shit. And I have to say, like, I I don't know for whatever I don't know no specific reason, but there were a lot of like kind of homages to like all those other classic movies, like E.T., like yeah. um, uh, like when he was at the convention, like yeah, all the those things that were there. Ones, yeah. Um, that was like one or two other things. Invasion too. of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, like there were just a lot of homages that I don't know. Like I like that kind of fan service. Like, yeah. not it's not just fan service, but also I feel like it's an appreciation that the filmmaker oh, yeah. is showing yeah. for like the things that they fell yeah. in love with. You know, like because that's exactly and I really who love Joe that. Dante is. Yeah, and you don't want to see that all the time in every movie. Yeah, but. I I actually really liked it in this one because it was just so like yeah it's such like a fun movie like theater movie that, like well also, also I appreciated it yeah also too like in during the eighties it was a time where a lot of the directors Indiana Jones yeah a lot of the directors of the eighties which Indiana Jones is a throwback to serials from back yeah. in the day and shit but like there was a real strong thing during the 80s where all the directors, they always wanted to either remake or pay homage to the movies they grew up with in the 50s. So, like, yeah. obviously, John Carpenter made The Thing. Toby Hooper made Invaders from Mars. Mm. Um, just, like, tons of, like, 50s movies were being remade in the 80s and then also, like, little homages and stuff. But, uh, yeah, like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, see see that's him from part two. That's from the poster of part two. Like yeah. it just went to the special feature screen. They have a picture of Gizmo, but it's not him from the movie. It's... He still has that little snout, so I don't know what it is that makes him look different. But it's like was the side of his face like so pronounced, like his whites like Like that white spot on his Yeah, face. like I don't remember like I remember his eyes having some white around him, but I don't remember him looking exactly like that. Mm-hmm. But um oh, we got a little bonsai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Here it is. Additional footage, uh, extension of Judge Reinhold's character and more. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see real quick before we uh, wrap up here what his uh, <laughs> final scene was. I'm pretty sure it was in the bank. Oh, my gosh. It's, uh, oh, I a, thought it was a real person. I did, too. It's like a doll at the grandpa shop. Oh, it's a different oh. shop. The I guess he went to another Chinatown shop before, before the yeah, short round. Oh, where he met the little boy. Yeah, that's where he met the little boy. Oh, he left the lady here. But, um, oh, yeah, in this scene. You know, I think they played this scene in the TV version of the movie, because I've seen mm. this scene on TV before. Hmm. 
But yeah, just a scene of Billy and his cartoon he was working on. And that too, like all of the comics he was doing, yeah. and the drawing, like that. And the ones that know? Gizmo was reading. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, here's some more. Like I think there was some plan to redevelop. Because remember how they said they were trying to close down the bar? Mm. Like Judge Reinhold like, knew all about that shit they were doing. Because I think they were trying to save the bar from Mrs. Deagle. Let's see, uh, here's the scene of the bank where it's all wrecked. No. Oh shit, was that him? Oh no, yeah, that's what that's what happened. They found him. He locked himself in the vault. But yeah, one and of they one, left him in there. Yeah, one of the bank <laughs> workers got killed. Yeah, they're just like fuck you, and they left him in there. <laughs> but yeah, that's what happened to Judge Ryan. He was he was in the uh, the bank the whole time hiding in the vault. So yeah, so like I don't know, like I just think this is one of the greatest movies, like literally of all time. But at least for people of my generation, like like for this to come out, I was like seven years old. Like I, 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 there was like one or two I didn't get, but they released like those little record books, like mm-hmm. where you put a, a small forty-five on it, tells a story, mm-hmm. and you read along. Yeah. I had like a couple of those. I think there's like maybe five or six in total. I kept going back every week, get the new book, get the movie, and I missed a couple. And then like I had the the striped doll that was like this big, and I had a couple little ones like this, little figures in the backpack, and oh, I had a um, a. Uh, I think there's a picture of it somewhere, but that year for my birthday, I had a gizmo cake. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, it was just... And so, what do you have now? I have a giant life-size gremlin <laughs> from Trick or Treat Studios. We totally forgot to put him in the window this Halloween. Yeah. Because well, we put him in the window last Halloween. Yeah, but, like, nobody comes. So I know, but it's still funny. Because yeah. it's scary looking when yeah. you see it through the window. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like, I just I just love this movie so much. And, like, I, I was excited when Part 2 came out and I got the figurines. But I was older already. And mm. the movie, like, in my opinion, just isn't the same. It's not nearly as violent. It's like a live-action cartoon. Like, they really softened it up. Mm. But, like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I would be all for a real Gremlins movie if they did another one and did it all. Because, like, in the, the sequel, like, they made, like, the puppets, like, they look different, but they made them, like... I don't know. They're just, they're just like more high tech or more whatever. Like I liked how basic and but they didn't like they had good emotion and like they talk and stuff. And there's one that takes a, 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 a intelligence serum, so he talks like Sigmund Freud and shit. <laughs> but like it's oh a it, it's a great movie on its own Jeez. right. But it's not like Gremlins. Like they're not just like murdering people nonstop. Yeah. They're like trapped in like the, it's, it's like. It's supposed to be, ironically enough, it's supposed to be, like, there's this guy, Donald Clamp or David Clamp, and it's supposed to be, like, Donald Trump, Mm. and, like, it's supposed to be, like, Trump Tower, but it's Clamp Tower, Mm. and, like, they're just trapped in there, and, like, they're, like, locked in there, and then then it's supposedly um, during sunrise or something, they're, like, like it's going to open up, and they're going to come out, and, like... I think they even get a formula to where like the the sunlight won't kill them or oh anymore, so like they like they can do whatever they want. And, but it's just like, so what's it, the point of the movie then? Yeah, but it's just it's just not the same. It's like Joe Dante made it too, and he just like and honestly, a lot of people don't like it. Like mm. I don't dislike it. It's just not the same. Mm. I just want to see one where they're just nasty and dirty and like <laughs> killing people again. You know what I mean? But uh, but yeah, like I just like that like. And, like, really, honestly, I I have to say, like, I didn't really know about it until, like, we kind of started recently watching, like, Star Wars stuff and just, like, kind of, like, fraternity of filmmakers that all yeah. know each other and all that. And it's, like, I just love how they all, like, pay homage to each other, like, do yeah. little, like, Easter eggs in their yeah. movies, like, to each other and stuff. But it's really more, like, rather than, like, being, like, you know cocky about who they are and stuff like i just feel like they're just showing an appreciation for each other and like 
I really feel like that's like a brotherhood of imagination. Yeah. Like that's the only like that's the phrase that I think of when I think of them because yeah. all of those guys like and I would I mean I guess partially George Lucas's uh, ex wife too like she came yeah. up with a lot of the the stuff from Star Wars like yeah um but like just because those guys obviously had more movies and stuff more careers than just what she was doing yeah but like. I feel like they're the ones that created so much of the imaginative stuff yeah. that so many people love. Yeah. And, like, nobody really does that anymore. No. Nobody really makes, like, fun, fantastical adventure movies no. anymore. And so, like, to me, when I see them, like, kind of giving each other, like, props or pats on the back during their own stuff, I'm yeah. like, to me, that's, like, really cool, because it's, like... And, and working together, too, because, know. like, um, like Steven Spielberg was a producer of this, and, um, you know, he was involved, but they took Joe Dante, who he had made The Howling before, but that was from a small company who wasn't mm-hmm. really working in the big studios. This is Christopher Columbus's. Chris Columbus, he wrote yeah, the script. I was going to say, wasn't he the Harry Potter guy? Yeah, he he, he launched Harry Potter. See, it's like, so it's like, and that's magical as all hell. So it's yeah, like- <laughs> so it's just like, it's it's kind of like that whole like working together thing where it's like, there, there are people that are directors and stuff who are very influential in the movie industry now. And like, they might like say like, Oh, we're all for like making films on film or we're all, but they're not like co-mingling anymore. They're yeah. not, they're not helping each other. Yeah. They're not producing each other's movies. At a time not... where honestly they should be. Yeah. And they need to be yeah. like working together to keep yeah. the industry going because what's sad is like, I think this strike that happened really brought out like, the yeah. true colors of everybody yeah because like the couple of people that were still trying to keep the industry going while that shit was happening got shit on yeah and it's like well if it wasn't for these people still trying to keep it going you would have no job to come back to yeah so i don't know like that was like disappointing to me that like i don't know that it's like it was just strange because it was just like okay then well then you just want your industry to die? Like, I don't, I I was kind of like, what, I don't get what you guys want. Like, as long as you have more money in your pocket, but at the same time, it's like, well, you're not going to have any money in your pocket because the industry is going to be dead by the time you come back. (laughs) So it was just like weird. It was such a weird situation. I feel like there was a weird thing. Like, even (laughs) back then, even the big names, like Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, they were like, we grew up with this thing called filmmaking. Mm -hmm. This is our time in the industry. We want to have a positive impact. We want to make great movies mm-hmm. for as long as we can, whatever. And James Cameron. And James, yeah, yeah. a guy like James Cameron. Yeah. The people now and, like, the stuff that came out of the strike, it's just, like, we don't care about the future of movies. Mm-hmm. We don't care about the... And I'm talking both sides. Mm-hmm. The the actors, the writers, and directors, the, the studio people. Yeah. The studios were like, listen, this rich film history and these backlots we have, mm-hmm. burn them to the ground tomorrow. Ugh. We are tech companies now. Ugh. We we want to show you, uh, you know, internet video through your TV. Internet TV. Yeah, internet TV. That's all we care about. Everything's a TV business now. Yeah. But it's just, like... The people now, it was like, like you said, the people that got shit on, people like Tom Cruise, mm. Ben Affleck, how come you're not on the pick? And like, how come you're not on the and like those people, all they want to do is... Like th- Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore got shit on. <laughs> everybody, everybody was the enemy. Enemy number one. Let's find, a, it was like a witch hunt. Let's find a new person to blame for these problems. Yeah. But like the people in the industry now, they're like, this is my industry and I'm perfectly fine with it dying with me. Yeah. Like, like, nobody cares about the I future or the next that. generation. I like, didn't understand that. It was all. very weird and selfish. And it's like, 
there was this idea that there was like a strike going on. They called it a strike when it was the studios who were like, we're going to let it was this a lockout. Yeah, it was a lockout. Yeah. They're like, we're going to let your contracts expire. And then we're going to, we're going to have you beg us to work. So it's just like, there's that too. It's just like, you know, and now, and now like we're going into 2024 now and there's going to be like pretty much like they pushed and delayed as much as they could, but like, there's going to be a big gap where there's no new mm. movies. And but, we're already seeing it yeah. because like we're seeing like, well, our local theater Cinemark, yeah, rash. and uh, <laughs> I I shouldn't call it that anymore because yeah. I should be appreciative that they exist still. <laughs> Cinemark became Cinerash for years, but then we found out the herpes that is AMC theaters <laughs> when we went this on vacation. And it was like, oh my in god, LA of all places. <sighs> but um, like we've already started seeing like the stuff they're trying to advertise that it's coming in January, yeah. and it's like they're putting Disney Plus movies movies yeah. in the theaters yeah. now. Um, they're bringing a Lord bunch of the Rings. Lord of the Rings trilogy yeah. extended, extended cuts are going to be played. Yeah. Like you can already feel the effects of yeah. it. So that's why I'm just kind of like, imagine if the strike of like, you know, if those people that didn't want anybody doing anything for the industry kept like, if that was still going on, yeah. like the movie theater would only be able to survive so long on yeah. old reruns of movies. Yeah. Until it, they all just died, yeah. and, and that, that's the thing is like <laughs> it's insane to me that movie studios don't care if movie theaters go out of business. Yeah. Like what? And, and well, the, because it's like you're saying, all they care about is internet TV. They yeah, don't, they don't need movie theaters well, anymore. And, it, and during that whole strike time, there was no negotiations going on. The studio said we refused to negotiate, and then Bob Iger said we realize if we don't get a deal done now, we're going to lose the next TV season. Yeah. So that's all he cared about was the TV season. <laughs> See, it was just so about TV. they went back to negotiating. I think it was like four days they had a deal. So yeah. the the actual deal that everybody signed, it was just sitting like locked on somebody's desk yeah. for six seven months when there's no movies, TV shows. It was there. They just weren't allowed. Allowing it to go into effect. Exactly. But meanwhile, if all the movie theaters got out of business during that time, who cares? Nah. Who cares? It's just like, okay. But that's why I appreciate these people that, you know, yeah. were making these movies and still trying to, really. You yeah. Know, like, James Cameron's still trying. Yeah. No matter how much fight he gets from Disney and whoever else he's trying to work with. Like, I mean, we all know Tom Cruise is trying to fight for yeah. his life to keep movies going and... I mean, even down to, like, the little faith-based ones. Like, we just saw the shift. Yeah. We see the the star actor come on at the end and thank you for coming to, to theater. To a theater, yeah, like, telling you over and over. And this thank is a little... It's like, it goes from the big ones with Tom Cruise coming on the screen to say it when yeah. you go, to these little smaller ones mm. of the actors coming on and saying the same thing. So, to me, I'm like, that person is talking to me. Tom Cruise is talking to us. Christopher Palaha is talking to us. <laughs> like, yeah. We're getting direct messages from these yeah. famous stars. Well, I mean, and I'm like, I will come and support you until I'm, the wheels fall off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, this is the year-end episode, and not to go too dark, but, like, I mean, I think it's obvious when... I so don't think it's dark. I think it's hopeful, because we're like, we want it to continue forever. <laughs> we want to support the people that will take five minutes to record a video and say, thank you for coming to see a movie. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, like, all, all the big-name people are just like, Internet TV, that's all there is. is it, you, like, like it's it's synonymous. We, you don't know what the ratings are. You don't know who's watching anything, if anybody's watching anything at all, as long as we can put out Internet TV. like And, like, I think... And then there was also that thing... Keep going on this, but there was also the thing, too, where that kind of gave me a little hope, where, like, I can't remember who the three were, but I think it was Spielberg, Scorsese, and I can't remember who the third mm. one was, but that they were trying to get together to save TCM... 
Yeah, yeah. The classic movie, Turner yeah. classic movies. It's just stuff like that where I'm like, yes, please save this you, this world of of you know of industry. <laughs> like, just be, because please. because honestly, that's what it takes. Because and you have to put plain, blame on the audience too. Like the people that enjoyed all those classic movies, they're dying off. Yeah, and the next generation, even even me, like like even people my age, and I'm guilty too. Like I watch old, I watch a lot of quote unquote old movies. Mm. But I watch a lot of 30-year-old movies, 40-year-old mm. <laughs> movies. I don't watch many 50- or 60-year-old yeah. movies. I really don't. I mean, I have some. Like, I have, like, On the Waterfront and, you yeah. know, stuff like that. You know, Godfather movies and stuff. But, well, even that, that's kind of new. Not. Yeah. <laughs> but just, like, I don't have that many movies from the 60s or 50s. I really don't. And, like, it, like, like I kind of feel, like, I always assumed I would go back farther. Like, mm. go even, because I, I have seen a lot of movies from the 70s, but not, like, yeah. Like I like I I always figure, but like somehow eighties movies that I've never seen or never even heard of, and I and I mean I went to the theater like literally all through the eighties at least twice a week with my dad, and there's I'm still finding movies I never heard of. That's yeah. how many movies were made during that time period. Yeah. So like if there's nobody really watching these movies from the thirties forties and Warner Archive, I'll give them credit. They put a lot out from the the forties and fifties and movies I've never, obviously never heard of, and I, but like they keep doing and putting more out. So I'm like, somebody has got to be buying them. So but I, and like, I think even young people though, because yeah. you still see people like for whatever reason in my sister's household, even with my niece, who's 23. Yeah. They have Marilyn Monroe like yeah posters pictures and stuff on their like, yeah, in their yeah, house, so yeah. it's like they're still. I mean, whether they're sitting there watching Marilyn Monroe, movies, yeah. I doubt it. Yeah. But the those actors and actresses from that time are iconic. Yeah, there is still something there for them, and like, there's a reason why that channel still exists yeah. now, and even like regularly, you know the um movies before they start they have somebody come and talk about the history of the yeah. movie what was going on at the time if there was any you know special facts or interesting things about it those people are young that, that are doing yeah. those introductions it's not like old people coming on doing all those introductions. yeah, yeah. it's not like a hundred year old guy yeah yeah so it's like there is an interest from a younger crowd or even like even something so specific as on um, on AEW. Yeah. there's a character who's playing a black and white yeah. actor like actress from back then you know yeah, like yeah. she's influenced by audrey hepburn yeah. and like you know all that stuff so it's like those starlets from back then so it's like there is an interest in that stuff still yeah and there's still a lot of women who like are into audrey hepburn they'll they're here you talk you hear them talk yeah. about it like especially if there's like also the subculture of like rockabilly stuff they're all into those kinds yeah. of old things they all know about all that so it's like there's a burlesque subculture somewhere who's like influenced by that stuff. There is an interest in all of that somewhere. So the fact that somebody's trying to save it is just so like yeah. I hope they can because it's like I don't know. Like but and then pe- even people got to get on board though. And yeah. even like when we went to our trip to LA recently, and we were like really mostly it was a trip to Burbank, and like that is like pretty much uh yeah. Hollywood so to speak, you yeah. know. And, like, as we were just driving through all the streets, driving by the studios, whether it was, like, Warner Brothers we were driving by or Nickelodeon even, like, it's just, like, I have just felt like we were in the middle of history while we were driving yeah. through those streets. Because it was just so, like, 
Can you imagine what happened on those lots back in the day? Well, you can like, you imagine all the classic stars that, like, once yeah. they got off work, drove those same streets, drove yeah. home on those streets, yeah. and like where lived we in the yeah. area, yeah. like, and and it's just to me the history was just so thick in the air there, and it's just like. I don't know. I just love all of that, and I just don't want it to die out no. just because of like some modern people who just want to be doing internet TV. Internet TV. Oh, just hours <laughs> so and hours. I'm just like just drowning in the hours and hours. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, there's TV people. There's movie people. I'm talking about like viewers. There's people who prefer yeah, TV. People, yeah. you know, it's, it's a mix of both, whatever. But like, when you drown in this internet TV, say you're watching four internet TV, it's like. Hour hour long episodes, yeah. fifty eight minute episodes. Yeah. Like you don't have time to watch movies anymore. Like yeah. you just don't have fucking time. And it's like I really hope like you know we we can keep movies going. This is uh but so I mean I guess if this is what going to be your last one for the year. Yeah, this is the last one. So for we're the gonna kind of go into some things a little bit. So my yeah. question is to you. You know how they've been doing that thing uh, lately where they've been showing like back-to-back episodes of a tv show in the theater yeah what do you think of that i mean i think you think it's good or bad i think it's cool as like a novelty and i like you you know me like even if it's something i don't care about if it's something the fans like like want there's a fandom yeah like do it by all means do it but like Overall, because most of the time when they do that, it's like a promotional thing. Like mm. when that Lord of the Rings show, Amazon paid, mm. and like I think it was free to go. Like you just had to like oh, register. Well, that's pointless. Yeah, like like <laughs> like I think they should charge yeah. to like because like because I mean people who know me know I complain that streaming is basically it's it's a waste of time because the, the, nobody can make a profit yeah. at it. Like if you could charge people to be like, or even like all the episodes be like, yeah. like the next week, like you see them early in the theater. That's what they should do to try to make some money back. Yeah. But I mean, I, I like, I'm not like against it. If that's what the fans want to do, like by all means do it. Yeah. If it's just a promotional thing where like, nobody's really going to show up or people are going to show up for free and be like, Oh, that wasn't that good and yeah. leave. Then there's really no point in it. Yeah. But, um, like, I guess the most recent example I have on my mind right now is the, um, I guess there's like a Jesus one that's out right now yeah. that's, I can't remember the name of the show now, but they're showing like, I guess just the two episodes around the birth of Jesus. Yeah. And, but they're showing it like a movie cause it's the yeah. two episodes back to back and it's about as long as a movie. Yeah. And like, I didn't realize that until I was like looking into it, but I was kind of like, I don't know if I like that or not. Like, yeah. I don't, I can't make up my mind because honestly, it's taking up a house. That a, yeah, that well, a it should be a movie. movie I'm kind of tired of it. Like, it's cool that Die Hard came out again, yeah. but Die Hard doesn't need to play four times a day. Let yeah. it play two times a day. Yeah. Like, like let 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 the people that just had this shot, like, real quick before we want to go, I want to do the holiday movie guide, the holiday movies that are out that mm-hmm. we've seen. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, but, but my thing is just like show classic movies because. Because, like I said, like, like I haven't seen that many movies from the 1950s, right? Mm. Like, the only reason I ever sat down and watched Rebel Without a Cause is because I could go to a movie theater and watch it. I've seen it twice. Yeah. I saw it years ago in, like, the early 2000s when Warner Brothers, at a, a, it was a local art house theater in Cincinnati. Um, they did, like, a just a revolving thing where, like, like, you had to look on the website and see, like, at this time we're playing this movie, this time we're playing... Like, it wasn't, yeah. like, Die Hard play. Let's just play Die Hard eight times a day. Yeah. It wasn't like that. It's like, so you had to go on the date. So I went and I saw Blade Runner and I saw Rebel Without a Cause and I can't remember if I saw a third one. And then I saw Rebel Without a Cause again with you. It's just, mm-hmm. like, 
I mean, we saw On the Waterfront. The first time I ever saw On the Waterfront was whatever it was, 10 years ago, because it was playing at the movies. Like, mm-hmm. like there is a thing of, like, you know this is a classic movie. Like, it's not like I was like... And all sometimes you only watch them because I have them or I want to watch them. Yeah. So it's not really something you prefer to watch, but yeah. I kind of like that, but like those a little bit more. But it's but it's like showing it on the big screen. It's like like the first time you saw Jaws was when I took you, and that was the first time I saw it in a movie theater. Did we as well. see that in the XD house? It was an XD. Oh it was awesome. God, it was so big because I, I was like, you I felt like you were in the water. Like the screen was so big. Yeah. yeah. And it was the only because you know how I'm always like, well, I don't care about XD. It's just a letter. Like they're always like, oh, the screen's so big. And it's like for some reason that particular movie it took up the whole screen and, and it felt giant. I would have never watched that movie on yeah. my own, like yeah. at home. Yeah, just like oh, I feel like watching Jaws. Yeah, like, the no, only yeah. time, the only reason why I watched it was at the time I was watching anything with you. <laughs> yeah, we were. I was forcing you to watch stuff. <laughs> you weren't forcing me. I was just so in love. I would well, follow you wherever you went. Well, yeah. <laughs> now uh, I'm kind of picky. <laughs> yeah, Rage, Raging Bull. We went to yeah. see Raging Bull. Yeah. But um, like yeah, like the only reason why I really went was because I'd never seen Jaws before. Yeah, and it was gonna be on the giant screen. Yeah, like that was like. It was attractive that to yeah. be able to be like, oh my gosh, that like, like scary that's ass yeah. movie. Yeah, see it on the giant screen. Yeah, that whole uh, thing of seeing it on the big screen is like it means a lot. It really it does. means a lot. And it, and if we're just gonna like, you know, because like because like Disney announced Bob Iger announced like, oh, we made too many movies, so we're gonna cut the movies we we made by two thirds. It's like if the studios are going to cut back the number of new movies, like I mean. It's awesome playing classic movies, but like we were saying, like all these concert. Let's talk about oh, concert God. films. It's like concert films stopping m- actual movies that are brand new movies. Yeah. For, like I feel like, like listen, like everything's either going to flop or it's going to do good yeah. movie wise. But I feel like if if you have a movie that's doing okay business, but it gets thrown out early and loses its audience because we need to play, we need to listen to music in a movie theater now. Mm. It's like. Like that shit is sad, like, but it gets smaller houses because yeah. the bigger houses Less going seats. to those things, yeah. and then the actual movie is losing money because yeah. obviously more people aren't going to go because there's no space. Yeah. So but there was one thing I wanted to mention really quick in the in the venue of a <laughs> trying to collect all the old stuff. Yeah. I kind of went away from it a little bit, but I did have a goal of. I was trying to start collecting all of the best picture winners for yeah. the Oscars. And I started with the... I wanted to start from the very beginning. So I actually have the very first Best Picture Oscar winner. Yeah. And it's a silent movie. That's how old it is. Yeah. (laughs) And they actually just... I got the thing just recently that they've actually released the second one. So It finally came out, yeah. Yeah, it seems like they're starting to release even all those super old ones on Blu-ray. Because yeah. that's the only thing I'll buy anything on is Blu-ray. I'm not yeah. going to do a DVD of anything. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like, it seems like somebody's trying to salvage stuff for people to buy. So, yeah. Um, yeah. The very first one is a silent movie. It's like a... It's called Wings, right? Pilot, yeah. yeah pilot. It's like It's like, it was, like, really... Um, kind of a big deal because of all of the effects they use in showing like the planes flying around and stuff. So like, yeah, um, there was that, but yeah. So like, I've just kind of, that's my little thing that I'm trying to do to keep uh cinema alive. Yeah. <laughs> and, to... Cinema history really. At least. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I do like watching TCM. I do like watching all those old yeah. movies and stuff. If even just to have them on 
Because I always, I'll have it on sometimes and I'll always tell you, look at this scene in this movie. And it's like a movie we neither one of us have seen or whatever. Yeah. But it's always like impressive to it's look o- at it. Yeah, to see like what went into it. And like, like, look yeah. at the coloring of the movie or look at this cinematography or like there's always something impressive about those movies yeah. that like even though we've this never stands seen out yeah. yeah so yeah so current holiday movie guide we're we're filming this or filming this we're <laughs> recording this at what like december 15th i think well it's officially the 16th now but yes <laughs> yeah um let's see yeah 16th oh yeah it is, I don't it know is why the 16th. after midnight yeah <laughs> um feels so late so I think probably my holiday pick, and it, like don't well, I don't want to say don't waste your time. By all means, take your <laughs> take your family to go see Die Hard. But if you like Christmas action, make sure you see Silent Night, John Woo's Return. Yeah, that was I love that uh, Silent Night. It's like it's almost more like in the vein of like a Punisher movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a revenge movie set around Christmas. Too. Yeah, but so you want to tell them the gimmick of it. Oh yeah, Silent Night. So like it's a it's, it's a, called Silent Night for a reason. Yeah, it's the the there's no dialogue the entire movie. It's just all action and and acting without words. There's a lot of like directing. actual dramatic scenes. Yeah, yeah. like acting without words. Like it's very cinematic. I like I think it's one of the most cinematic movies I've seen in a long time because mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. Like like it doesn't come off as a cheap gimmick either because you're so. Wrapped up in the emotion that yeah, the main like character's going through. you never notice that there's nobody no. ever talking. Like, you no. never really notice it. There's some of the, like, texting and stuff. They yeah. do a little bit of that, which I've been finding a lot of movies have been using yeah. that in now, but which is not my favorite thing. But it's yeah. not it's not as, it's not that much. No. Where they show, like, the texting on the screen or whatever. Yeah, like, you read what everybody's yeah. writing and each other and shit. So there's there's that, and then there's uh well, which Phil D's was ecstatic. You heard Phil D's glowing review, Eileen. If you could hear, yeah, it on the yeah. We're, we're not sure if it will come through on the mic or not. We're hoping it will, but um, yeah, Eileen, which actually is a Christmas movie. The so important. these aren't exactly like Christmas movies. You're saying they're just movies that are being that have been released lately. Yeah, they're movies okay. you can go see in a theater on Christmas break. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So there's there's Eileen. You said holiday movie guy. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, the holiday movie guy. I just was. I thought you meant actual Christmas movie. Yeah, and um, so yeah, there's Eileen, which is a very dark, disturbing drama. Um, and then uh, again, not directly Christmas related, but meant to be a Christmas release for the family is Wonka, which we've seen. Mm-hmm. Would you recommend Wonka as a Christmas movie? <sighs> I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. I don't know if I'd feel different if I watched it again, knowing now what it how it is. But just going by, it's one of the things that I don't like watching trailers anymore because I don't feel like they give they really either give they lie to you. They don't give the movie justice, or yeah, it's a bait and switch. But um, it wasn't as magical as I thought it was going to be. Like for what you would think for like a A Willy Willy Wonka Wonka character, Yeah. yeah. But to me personally, like. I thought it was okay with, like, it was a little somber, but yeah. I don't know. Like I said, as long as a movie makes you feel something, it's doing its job, yeah. you know? And there is a point where you can get too much, like, okay, this is, like, 
fucking gray clouds the whole time. Yeah. But put put it this way, Willy Wonka gets shit on a lot in the movie. You will you you will literally see the feces smearing down his face as he gets shit on more and more. It's just it's just showing the struggle that it took him to become who he became. He he had to overcome big cum chocolate cartels. (laughs) It really just gives you the feeling afterwards of they better make a sequel to this. Like, yeah. I want to see the sequel right now. As soon as we walked out of the theater, we wanted to see the sequel right now. So, yeah, yeah. hopefully they do. I don't know if they will. I don't know how it's going to do. But I, I think it's... It has some fun moments in it. And yeah. it's it has some sweet moments in I, it. I, I, I really thought... And I know a lot of people would be like, oh, somebody else is playing Willy Wonka. Like, because like, to a lot of people, Willy Wonka is Gene Wilder. They, they don't yeah. want to see anybody else do it. Yeah. Which I totally get it. I totally understand. But, like, I felt he was great as Willy Wonka. Yeah. I thought the writing around the character Willy Wonka was good. Yeah. But you're going to put up with about 90 minutes straight of evil chocolate <laughs> corporations sitting around <laughs> scheming, planning. At least, I mean, yeah, those characters were... were too, they did Front show them, and center. They showed him too much. Yeah. But each of the three guys has their own, like, dastardly personalities. Yeah. So, I mean, you may or may not be amused by that, which I yeah. kinda, I actually kind of was amused by it. Yeah, I hated them all. <laughs> I, I couldn't so, wait to see Willy Wonka murder them all. <laughs> it really just depends on how you take it. But yeah. um, it is a musical. They do do yeah. musicals. Which I didn't even know because I don't feel like the previews didn't even show that. Yeah, but. I just thought it was going to be, like, the magical kind of movie, ma- yeah. magic scenes and stuff. But, yeah, there are songs. There's dance choreography and all that so if you like that kind of thing i think it's it's a good thing to watch in a theater there are some there's some good cinematography in it and all that so yeah and uh i think last the last big christmas release which we haven't seen yet because it's not out yet hello you forgot my favorite which one the shift oh is that is that a holiday movie it came out recently but it wasn't like trying to be like a holiday thing I mean, it's about peace and kindness. It's uh, and about joy. the multiverse. <laughs> the multiverse of madness. Anyways, it came out in December, so it's a holiday. Okay, we'll, we'll say the shift is a holiday. I oh, like God, the shift. It was good. Yeah, it's it's it, kind of difficult to watch because it, it does get kind of heavy. The main character gets shit on for a long, long <laughs> time. He gets shit on. And he's trying to do good things. It's like a dystopian future he's been transported into. It's a into. faith-based movie, so yeah. it's going to, it's a lot. There is some talk of Jesus, yeah. It is a lot of, um, it just kind of deals with that, like, thing that I'm sure... I wouldn't even just say religious people, but even non-religious people. When when shit gets tough and hard, we all kind of, like, just have those moments of, like, can somebody help us, please? Yeah. Is there anybody out there? Like, it kind of deals with that. So you don't necessarily have to be religious because there are people who aren't religious and they still wonder, you know, like... Yeah. When things get hard, like, something's got to be better than this or something, you know? Yeah, like, why is everything so shitty, basically? Yeah. yeah, and, like, that's basically what his character is going through, and he's just trying to, like, continue on and not let it change him and to be a bad person and all that. And there are a lot of uh, Bible references in it, and I don't know. It seemed like because you weren't, you're not as familiar with it that you kind of were... Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really get the Bible reference. You I, think I was there it, for the science fiction. You aspect. interpreted it different than from the little bit that I know of the Bible that I understood the references. So yeah. that might kind of be a thing that might 
changed your perspective of the movie. But yeah, it is a sci-fi movie. Yeah, it's a multiverse movie, which, which I like. Kind of is what I was a little like at first when I saw the movie because I love Christopher Palaha, but I really wasn't yeah. sure if I wanted to see this because of that sci-fi aspect. Yeah, you don't like science fiction that much. Yeah, not like the whole like weird multiverse. Yeah. alternate universe stuff like i just get like i don't know it's just boring to me but yeah. um this i was actually able to deal with and i think it was because of palaha and like the kind of faith-based message of it yeah. i'm not really that religious myself i kind of do little things on my own i do things my way <laughs> here mm-hmm. at home i don't go to church or anything but i'm i'm you know very much Catholic influenced, so but, but it you, hit me in my feels. <laughs> even though there is some talk of Jesus and struggling and suffering, would you say it's a preachy movie or not? I think I, the only reason why I would say that it probably is preachy is because you. One of the comments that you made after we saw it was like, "Oh, they got a. They were doing a little bit of the Jesus talk." I don't know. You made a comment that made it seem like maybe it was too much. Where you kind of like they lost you for a little bit because of that, but it's like all indirect, like Jesus talk. Like it's I, not I, like I, I felt like when they did do it, it was a little too heavy handed. Yeah. But the thing I will say, they didn't do it that much. It mm. was like three or four lines of dialogue throughout the movie. It wasn't yeah. like every scene. I like I just knew that they were showing him struggle and get shit on and everything be so hopeless for so long. But, like, my thing was, like, I understood that was, like, he was enduring, like, kind of, like, similar to Jesus enduring. Yeah. But, like, I'm just, like, just just as a movie, like, you got to make sure this watchable. You can't yeah. just have everything be so shitty. for Like, and well, that was my problem with Wonka, to be fair. That was yeah. my problem with Wonka, too. Yeah. Was, was was they were, like, oh, we're so fucking cool. Oh, we, we, got, a, we got a secret uh, laboratory filled with chocolate underneath the city that nobody knows about. And we'll just fuck Willy Wonka over and over because <laughs> we got a secret laboratory of chocolate nobody knows it. And I'm just kind of, like, okay, that's cool and all, but, like... Like, you don't need to make half the fucking movie be about that. <laughs> and to be fair, like, during the, the shift when, like, he started, like, jumping to other multiverses and mm. doing shit, like, then the movie got really cool, you yeah. know? But, yeah, honestly, for it being a faith-based movie, that was, I mean, other than Palaha, the other main character was literally the devil. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's really just, a lot of it is just him and, like, enticing uh, yeah. Kevin Garner, as the character's name was. <laughs> um, okay, it's man. just kind of enticing him and just telling him, like, I can do this for you, yeah. you know, if you do this for me kind of thing. Which is all the basic stuff in the Bible that the yeah. dev- devil tempts people with and all that. So it's, like, really a lot of that. and like. But there's a lot of cool, like, sci-fi shit. Like, he get, he can sit in a chair and he can see all two yeah. other uh, dimensions, yeah. other multiverses of himself yeah. and, like, his I life. That was, cool. that was awesome. And then he kind of, not to spoil it, but when he jumps around, he starts <laughs> encountering different versions of himself. Yeah. Like, I thought that was cool. Like, yeah. So, like, it's it's really, like, I don't know. I, I'm pretty open-minded to stuff, so I don't um, like that the religious part of it didn't really bother me so much. And it was to the point where I was able to like, enjoy it, even though it was like a a sci-fi genre that I don't generally like watch. watch, So uh, in the end, it made me feel good. So like, that's all I've been needing lately. It's just like, cause the world is really hard right now. And yeah, it's good to see a real heroic character in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. And just somebody like one of the things I just love about Christopher Palaha is his character, his like role choices that he makes. Yeah. And he always chooses the kindest, most like 
heartfelt, like, just, like, (laughs) white meat baby face characters, if you're familiar with wrestling terms. Like, he's just... And he's such a good actor. It's his forte for for him to play those kinds of roles. And it just always gets me in my feels. And that's what made me feel good about it. And it just gave me some hope in life and the world. And it made me feel good. And to me, that's what the Christmas season is about. It's just feeling good about people and just trying to remember there's kindness in the world. Be kind to people and just be the best person you can be. Mm -hmm. Try to be strong for all the hard shit. I know. I love Christopher Palaha because he let Gal Gadot have all of the penis she wanted in Wonder Woman eighty four. And like at the end, when like he jumped oh back God. into his body and he became Kevin Gardner again, he, he he saw her at the at the Christmas festival and he just smiled and winked at her. And he's oh like, "Oh, I think I know you for somewhere." He, he did, was so yeah. Christopher Palaha. <laughs> Unlike the grown men, the grown men on the internet that was like, Gal Gadot raped somebody in a Wonder Woman oh, movie. Brother. It's so disgusting. <laughs> I cannot stand for this. That's like, okay. <laughs> All right. All right, sensitive men. <laughs> Go away now. <laughs> so, yes. Um, yeah. That was my favorite one of the season. And then the last holiday season, <laughs> I think the last movie being released this year before the year ends is, uh, of course, we haven't seen it yet, but uh, it's not out, is Aquaman 2. Aquaman. Aqu- I can't wait for Aquaman 2. That may overcome the shift for me as my favorite. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We're a big Aquaman <laughs> fan. Because that one Jason has Momoa. my second favorite sympathetic actor. Jason Momoa, yeah. No, his brother. <laughs> oh, Patrick Wilson. Yes. Oh. He's my second favorite one. <laughs> yeah. He always gets me in the feels, too, when he's in stuff. What I was, always feel bad for what him. What was it that, uh, <laughs> well, like, what was the movie that made you a fan of Patrick Wilson? Was it Insidious? No, um, The Conjuring. Oh, that's right, The Conjuring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, oh, gosh, I love him as that character. Especially Conjuring 2, where they show him getting impaled oh, over and God. over by the nun. Yeah. And uh, Insidious, yeah, just kind of... Yeah. did that for me, but yeah, yeah. it was the Conjuring. <clears throat> yeah, Conjuring. Yeah, so Aquaman too, and and then that will be it for the end of the year. And then supposedly, I think they're saying January, February is going to have like the least amount of movies come out. So like, the beginning part of the year might be a good time to like catch up on movies that maybe you missed throughout twenty twenty three because supposedly won't be much coming out at the beginning of the year. So we'll see. Yep. So yeah, so that's it. That's it for Gremlins. That's it for a holiday movie talk. That's it for 2023. 2023. Yeah, so obviously we want to take a second to thank all you guys for listening. Um, and uh, what do they always say Like on YouTube? Like they beg, like, oh, hit a, hit a share, hit a subscribe, hit, hit a the like. Subscribe button. Oh, hit the subscribe button. Yeah, we, we won't ask you to do any of that. We'll just ask you to enjoy your holidays and uh, happy holidays, yeah. happy new year. Uh, I think Hanukkah is technically over. It's over. But yeah, we're just going to wrap up all the holidays that just passed and are so uh, happy Diwali, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas, Blessed Yule, Blessed Yule. Um, uh, and That's happy right. new year. We'll see you mm-hmm. in 2024. Right back here in the evil, dirty, musty, (laughs) dusty movie graveyard. (laughs) Time to go take a shower. (laughs) Yeah.